Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast of Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. And I'm Mike. And we're coming to you from the Pud Cave, located here in GameSwap in beautiful downtown Lincoln in the great state of North Carolina. Mikey, brother. Bro, what's going on today? God damn it. Sunday morning, man. God damn it, brother. Cold Sunday morning. Very cold. And man, we've actually got something exceptionally special going on today, Mike. Because once again, we have a guest. Yes, we do. And, uh, man, this one is, uh, once again, extremely special. Dude, we actually got a professional in here today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Under the loosest interpretation yeah. of the word. Well, oh, no, this is a pretty loose interpretation. Bro, yeah, yeah, the podcast is what's loose. <laughs> no, man, I would like to introduce uh, to the Puds out there, and welcome to the Pud K, Mike, a good friend of ours, a friend of ours from back in the day, uh, an actual disc jockey, you yes. know, who's actually in rock and roll radio, which is the theme of our show today. Yes. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, the doctor of love himself, <laughs> Mr. Chris Reno Baker. Brother Chris, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good to be here. I tell you what, the, the, the Pud Cave is everything I expected it to be and more. Just a little more. Uh, I do feel a little underdressed because Pudsworth, he's rocking the tux. He always got does the, the ruffles and I'm in looking sharp and I... I hear I'm wearing a Penguins t-shirt. Dude, I got my Johnny Cash t-shirt on. And Pudsworth, Pudsworth, you don't have to do it. Bro, first of all, how you doing today, Puds? You doing all right, brother? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir, you are, man. You don't have to do this, man. You got the job. You got the job. Well, Chris is wearing a Penguins shirt, and Pudsworth's Dressed like a As penguin. A penguin. <laughs> yeah. So, it makes so sense, there is a bit man. of a theme. It's going yeah, yeah. Yeah. as hell out there this morning. So, yeah. <laughs> me and Mike, bro, I think we uh, we missed a memo, brother. Uh, we definitely missed a memo. No, I'm straight out. What are you talking about? I'm straight out of church. <laughs> yeah, you all looking pretty sharp today. Yeah. Everybody's in here looking sharp but me, man. Oh, man. Which is the fucking theme of the week, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzle, I've been hating on some people, man. Kind of to find out. I, I mean, I'm going to put it out there, man. Oh Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there, man. I shouldn't have said anything. I, no, I'm glad you did. Oh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> no, no, man. There's a, there's a couple. Now, listen. <laughs> now, <laughs> not everything <laughs> said on the podcast <laughs> is representative of all the puzzles. <laughs> into too much i'm just gonna oh. say man come to find out a couple ladies that i've known oh, in the God. past who are very attractive women i've always been, had little crushes here and there i'm not gonna lie <coughs> man they both have have split up <laughs> from their the guys they were with and they're dating fucking geeks man <laughs> <laughs> they're both dating fucking geeks and i can't get laid in a fucking hen house oh, and these motherfuckers all right man i'm done i'm done oh. Chris all, Baker, I want to tell you All I've got to say <laughs> is, quote of the day, I'd hit that shit better. <laughs> That's hey, Jason man. Finger at P.O. Box. <laughs> I like your idea about getting that shit on Should a t-shirt. Should be on a t-shirt, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first on the podcast. Ordered yours today. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but Chris, I tell you, man, well, I'm going to get off my hater aid here. Because y'all... You puzz out there. I've been drinking that shit <laughs> hardcore. I mean, I'm t- talking funneling straight up oh, haterade yeah, for was, like the last was, 15 minutes. Man. <laughs> Damn, man. I'm talking taking a bath in that shit. But uh, let's let's uh, switch it around a little bit, man. I want to talk about Mr. Chris Baker. Yes. Reno, I want to talk about you, brother. Why don't you tell the puzz out there a little about yourself, where you work, you know, what you do, and uh, 
you know, kind of give a little background, if you don't mind. Well, I actually got my start in radio here in North Carolina. Of course, I'm from Pennsylvania, but uh, spent about 10 years down here and and uh, was, a, was a part of uh, probably one of the, the most fun times I've ever had on radio, the uh, the Rock Shop Saturday afternoon-ish evening. Was with, it 12 to 4, I believe? Uh, something like that. Oh, it's it all kind of hazy I, right I, now. I, I, no, I was, actually, I think we were 4 to 8. Yeah, I think you're right. We were four to eight, eight, and then it yeah. was uh, the blues after hour. Yes, uh, yes. With the with the uh, neck bone. Yeah, yeah. Right. after Willie us. Johnson, man, yep. that's right. Now tell everybody what this was on. Oh, this was on WSGE, uh, Gaston College Radio, ninety-one point seven. And uh, as Doctor Love alluded to, this isn't the first time me and you broadcast together. Exactly. It's we uh, first time in a couple decades. Yeah, well, yeah, a couple decades <laughs> easy. I, I can't remember because I because I started out the show by myself yes, and yes. was really trying to find it, and then and then you came to me at a party, and uh, <laughs> no way, right? there there may. Been a little drinking involved, a little bit, a little bit, but uh, 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 <laughs> no way. Right? We uh. may have been sipping on gin and juice, a la <laughs> Snoop Dogg style. It was that time. It was that time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but you came to me and asked if I I wanted a, a co-host, and I said, hell yeah, I want a co-host. Uh, you know, those shows are always more fun. So uh, you came on board, and and uh, the show really kind of found itself, and. And uh, had a hell of a time, brother. I'm gonna be honest with you, Baker. That is truly some of the best times of my life, man. I'm, I've been very blessed in my life to say there's been several chapters in my life that have been just tremendous and and fun. And being on the radio with you is absolutely on on top of that, man. Because, brother, I'm not trying to brag, but we we know what we were doing, man. We, oh, yeah. we had a good good routine going yeah, on. Yeah, I was we gonna say we were rocking it out and. Had lots of callers. I, I oh, remember. Dude, yeah. I remember one time. I don't know if you remember this. We were we were on the air griping about how we were hungry. And that lady called. That lady called. Yes. <laughs> dude. You know. Dude. She she was like, uh, I I can make you guys a salad, salad. if you if you bring a cucumber. <laughs> no and, shit, swear to God. And, and I'm like. I'm like, Jason, she wants the D. Yeah. And he's like, no, yeah. she's just a little old lady. She just wants to make us a salad. I'm like, no, I think nah, she man. wants it, man. Nah. I think she was one. Because I was trying to be, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, you nah, were trying to nah. think the best of her. And, <laughs> no. Oh, she wanted a devil's triangle. And yeah. I, I don't think either one of us. <laughs> no. We well, it would have been different if we would have maybe known what she looked like. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it would. But she's talking like this right here. You know, she's like. Well, won't you boys come over? I'll make y'all a salad. Just bring me a cucumber. And I'm over there like, no, nah, man, there's nothing sketchy about that. No, <laughs> no, no, she was supposed to feed us. Oh, she wanted to feed us. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> but that was one of those memories, man, that I'll never forget. Because me and you just, we tripped on yeah. Wow. And we continued to trip. Let me ask you this. And, Mike, I don't want to leave you out, man. Because no, I'm no, afraid, no, man, that we no, might start no. getting some of these conversations. But do you remember Spike and Tina? Do you Spike and Tina. They were a couple that would call us. Oh, Do yes. you know who I'm talking? Yes. Brother. <laughs> it was a couple named Spike and Tina. So right there, I ought to tell you All something. Right. Right. All right. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> they would call, man. And, and they were great. They were great fans. I mean, they were oh, supportive, yeah, yeah. man. They were awesome. But, man, they would call, and they would just, you know, request songs for each other, love songs for each other. But it would be like power ballads like Heaven by Right, right. You yeah. know, just yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. But it was yeah. just so funny, man, because, hey, this is Spike. I want to, you know, send out a dedication to uh, my girl Tina. Born, you know, this is Heaven or whatever, you know. Then, right. Hey, this is Tina. 
and I want to make a request, Bon Jovi, Bed of Roses, and I'm going to give it to my man Spike. And, brother, this shit would go on literally all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. they would just keep calling. <laughs> you know, Baker, I remember, man, when we really started hitting our stride and started kind of hitting our peak with it, we would have our show booked up with request in like 30 minutes to oh, an hour. Easily, yeah. easily man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we're talking a four-hour show, yeah. we would literally be booked up, man. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, a little side note, Chris, you know, you talk about when I came to you to the party to yeah. ask if I could be – I did that for two reasons, man. One, one, I was a huge fan of your show. Mm-hmm. You know, we have very similar taste in music. You know, we're into, oh, like, yeah. the hard rock, you know, the heavy metal stuff, you know, especially, like, that 80s kind of hair. Yeah. You know, everything from, like, Warren and, and Bon Jovi to Dio and Iron Maiden, man. We loved all that stuff, and, you know, we, we had that in common. But another reason – it's because my other partner that I was working with was uh, Two Dogs David Hayes <laughs> on the Animal House. All right. And, bro, right. That's right. I was so out of my element, man. Yeah. I just yeah. wasn't into, like, skinny puppy and came <laughs> after him that much. I like them. I do like yeah. those groups. I yeah. do. Uh, don't don't get me wrong, man, but I was, I was not um, – I wasn't very knowledgeable about those yeah. kind of bands, the industrial, you know, gothic scene. And I was like, I think I would just do better on Baker's show because, A, I know the material yeah. – and B, man, I just, you know, Dobbs was bringing on JJ at the time, and they were That's so right. into that stuff, man. And I was just such a, an odd man out. When I when I got with Baker, and Baker was gracious enough to allow me to come on to be his co-host, brother, it was like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah, it really, the show finally found itself, and it started to click. And yeah. I mean, it clicked hardcore, man. Dr. Love and the Werewolf, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was such good shit. Oh, I know, at that time, there were a lot of great shows on. And a lot of us were all friends. Right. You know, you had uh, Josh Stewart, Christo. Right. They were doing the sports zone. They were doing the sports zone, and they were doing through the ropes. Through the ropes, that's right. Um, Willie, you guys, yeah. Uh, Willie Neckmont, uh, two dogs, and and JJ were doing the Animal House, yeah. and uh, Jay. What was Big Daddy Jay doing? Oh man, uh, Jay Bradford was doing the. Um, he he had a show that was really jamming, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh shit, man! I can't, I can't remember. remember. And Puzzworth, there's no way to look this one up, brother. No, there's no way. Puzzworth's over here getting on the keyboard. I'm like, nah, man. Yeah, no, uh, save the energy, is, brother. This is all up here. <laughs> yeah. So we're fucked. In other words. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I can't. Uh, that hurts me. I I can't remember that. I can't think of it either, man. Well, I know I used to do a classic rock show, okay. And, and I had classic rock Sunday, and that yeah. was how I started out. And you know, Baker, it may have been a similar situation. I was by myself, yeah, and, and that was fun, and it was great. I got to play the music I liked, but man, it was just something about having that that co-host, yeah, you know, exactly. Somebody to kind of you somebody know bounce. To bounce things off of, yeah, exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And that was just. Uh, it, it, I don't know why I quit doing the Sunday morning show. I think maybe they needed to open up the spot or something. I can't remember. But like I said, man, I, I went on to the Animal House after that. Completely out of my element. Love the music. Got turned on to stuff I still listen to to this day, but just not in my element, man. But like I said, when me and Baker hooked up, we teamed up, man. We brought the, the uh, Tag Team Championship back. <laughs> back to Sunday or right. Saturday That's after right. this, man. <laughs> I think that was actually the first time I ever heard uh, Werewolves of London. It probably was, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive it was. Because I would have never heard, listened to Warren Zevon had I not listened to to the show oh man and i was bro man. i think y'all played it every week oh d- absolutely <laughs> <laughs> until i'm like dude uh, we can't do this you gotta switch to ozzy bark at the moon that's right that's right we would actually kick off the show with calling dr love yep. by kiss and we'd end it with bark at the moon man for for dr love and the werewolf yeah. 
But I called myself the werewolf after the Warren Zevon yep. song. <laughs> oh, dude, I was huge. And I'm still a big, uh, huge Warren Zevon fan. But back in that day, I was, oh, I was yeah. a little obsessed, man. Just oh, slightly. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Even everybody's like, man, you need to do something about that. Even though the Warren Zevon fans. We, still, we had a show. Yes. <laughs> we had a show dedicated <laughs> towards Zevon. What was so great, man, me and Baker were just talking about that show when we went to have breakfast this morning. And I was like, yeah, man. I uh, got to bring my friend Wayne Sisk. Shout out to Wayne Sisk on that one. And uh, – because I got to bring in the man who turned me onto it. So if y'all want to blame anybody, blame Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's going to start getting it. That's uh, Wayne Sisk, P.O. Box. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, that, that was some good stuff, Chris. And, so, and that's a side, just a little side note. I know this doesn't have anything to do with radio, but uh, that party that we went to uh, where you and I downed the better part of a bottle of Southern Gentleman Gin. Oh, that was uh, Country Gentleman. Country Gentleman. Country oh, Gentleman. Yes. Oh, that was and at Smiley's house. And I ended oh. up, oh. I had some reheated oh. McDonald's fries for lunch before that party. Yes. And I ended up throwing those things yes. up in his, uh, his bathroom sink. <laughs> and oh, and two dogs had to unstop it. <laughs> yes, he did. I remember waking wow. up. And seeing him pull out a handful of... Yeah, man, uh, he did it with his bare hands, and yeah, we were like, oh, you gross, gross motherfucker. He was. He was. Dude, I, I got to give a little side story to, the, to that gin. <laughs> this was when me and uh, my friend Chris Schrantz, who was at that party, uh, me and Schrantz, don't see each other like we used to, man. We kind of gone our separate ways, but back in the time, uh, back in this day, man, we were inseparable. And we had both got unemployed at the same time. <laughs> I forget how, man, but he got fired from his job. And I got fired from my job or something like that. Which one was it? Which job? Uh, I think now this is when I was going from Country Corner, and I was trying to get a job at Lowe's with Chris. Chris oh, yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. drug test. That's why he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get hired because I failed mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Right on, right Swear on. Swear to God, man, true story. Yeah. was trying to get me on, and he was getting a promotion. And he was going to hire me. But before he got the promotion, he had to take a drug test. And I had to take a drug. And I, I did all the interview and all that shit, man. And we both felt our fucking drug test. Yeah. Yeah. So we found ourselves unemployed. It was a great time. Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we had fun. But but swinging back around to the gin, bro, me and Shrancy, being broke, being unemployed like we were, we literally scraped up quarters and dimes and nickels to get enough to buy a fifth. A fifth, my friends out there. A fifth. <laughs> that was a thing. cheap ass. <laughs> Country Gentleman Gin. You might be asking or telling yourself, I've never heard of that. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, there's a good reason <laughs> there's for that. There's a good reason, man. <laughs> you can put that shit in your car. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so uh, me and Charles, started drinking on that. Baker shows up, have a drink. Well, man, the next thing I know, Chris Baker's dropping elbows on Smiley off the damn kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> We, we were like, no, don't do it. Don't do it, man. And Baker just looked like the oh, macho man. man. Uh, <laughs> who, somebody fell off the fence at that party. I think it might have been Smiley. I don't I don't know if it was him or not, but somebody was sitting on the fence, and I just heard a big <laughs> bam. And I turned around, and it's just a couple sneakers up in the air, a couple Nikes <laughs> up in the air, and I don't know. They may have been Smiley's or they may have been somebody else's. but oh, He was always on the fence. Dude. <laughs> 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 I just know, man, that uh, it may have been him. I don't know if that was him. I just remember that, and I remember Baker coming off with the elbow, and I remember two dogs cleaning out all the vomit oh. with his bare hands. So I was like, you dirty, uh. nasty motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> I was over here about to puke, man. I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Uh. But, man, that was a fun night. That was. That was a fun yeah. night. <laughs> Very little I remember well, of it, but what well, I do yes. was memorable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Those are always the most memorable nights when you don't really remember. Exactly. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and that wasn't the only one. That wasn't no, the only one. No, it certainly wasn't. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I cannot listen to uh, a song One Headlight. Oh, without, without thinking of you, thinking you man, Chris. Swear to God, <laughs> that's a true story, man. Yeah, that is a true story. Cause, man, you you drove around with a. Uh oh, we're all getting Amber Alert. I, I think oh we're all, shit, we're all. Oh yeah, that's I got that like right, in the yeah, morning in my hotel too, room. Man. Yeah, oh wow, man. Yeah, it's an Amber Alert, everybody. Yeah. All right. Um, hopefully everything will be okay. Yeah. Don't know what's going on with that, but uh, yeah, man. Hopefully it's not a. I know oh, they, they've been kind of going off all all morning. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. one this morning. Yeah, but um, well, anyway, guys, hopefully the Amber Alert will be okay, and and whatever situation's happening will uh, hopefully get worked out. Yeah. And uh, you know, our best to whatever's going on. I don't know what's going on. I just know it's yeah. an Amber Alert. I'm I'm assuming it's a bad situation. So let's hope everything works out. Yeah. But um, well, Baker, let me ask you, man. Um, yeah. You know, we were talking a little bit at breakfast, and it's like I was uh, telling you, I couldn't think of a better way to ask a man to spend his vacation <laughs> than to come to the pud cave and talk about his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so uh, man, I've, I've heard that uh, working in radio is really, really glamorous, man. <laughs> it's glamorous about 0.05% of the time. The rest of the time. And the rest of the time, not so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. it does have its moments, and there's some really cool aspects of it. But you know, a lot of times it is a job, and like anything else, exactly like anything else. So let me ask you, man, what what are some of the highlights? Like, like what are some of those glamorous moments? I, I know you've got to meet well, some people. Yeah, I was gonna say I've I've got to meet uh, and, and do interviews with some of my you know my rock and roll idols. Uh, you know, I was big into Poison back in the day. I got to meet Brett Michaels. Oh, cool. Uh, Alice Cooper. I've got to meet him a couple times. Just uh, you know, when you talk about icons in the music industry oh, and yeah. the rock right. and roll world, uh, they don't get much bigger than him. And no. just a, a, a super fantastic guy. I mean, just nice, down to earth. You see him after a show and he's got the, the makeup still dripping right. and, and he's all, you know, beaten and, and stuff like that. But just. You Are know, you talking about Alice or Brett? Hey, uh, yeah, well, well, hey, fair question. That is a fair question. These days, Brett's looking beaten. He doesn't even have to have a show. <laughs> no shit. No shit. But, but yeah, Al is just a, a, a super gracious guy, and he'll sit there and talk to you, sign autographs. I mean, That's he. Cool. I had, like, one of the backstage passes on my shirt, and I gave him my ticket. He signed that. Next thing I know, he's, like, feeling me up. And he's signing, well, hey, wait, he's signing wait. the backstage pass. I'm like, oh, okay. oh, that's cool. Oh, so oh, I got... Auto, two autographs and Alice Cop to feel. So. That, hey, nice. Hey, the brother, that something to put on the resume. <laughs> yeah, you know, what have you done in your life? Well, I got great by Alice Cooper. <laughs> but, man, you're good. I mean, hey. hell, I can't say that. <laughs> you know? Bucket list, check. check. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, man, that's amazing. Has there been any others out there that... Yeah, you know, I've, I've got to do some, uh, I did a show called Big Hair Saturday Night for for about five years. And that's, to me, in my, my recent radio career, that's been one of my highlights because it's the music that I love. It's the right. music I grew up with. Yeah, right. And it's a show that I kind of took from, you know, we had some other hosts do it. And they, you know, they, they tried their best, you know. We had one guy that, you know, is kind of more, like, designed for his vanity. Another guy just... Just doing it because you know they asked me to do the show, but right. but this was music I was passionate about, right. and uh, so I took it over and I wanted to make it something big. 
so I started uh, contacting record reps and see if I could get interviews. And I got to interview like Sebastian Bach. Oh, cool. Which uh, may That's or may cool. not have been high and or drunk <laughs> during the whole interview. Solid. <laughs> I, I'd probably be disappointed if he wasn't. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know? yeah. It really made for an interesting yeah. interview. And, and the funny thing about that is after I get done doing these interviews, I ask them if they'll do a liner for the show. And I tell them, hey, you know, if, if you could do uh, – his Sebastian Bach, you're listening to Big Hair Saturday Night on on what the station was at the time, and he couldn't remember it, and <laughs> Jesus, and he wouldn't. It's like he wouldn't say what I was asking him to say. He's like he wanted to say, uh, "This is uh, Sebastian Bach, and you're listening to the Big Reno on in Pennsylvania or something like that." I was like, "No, that sounds ridiculous. Just say what I'm Sebastian. telling you to." Now the motherfucker remembers the and words to rattlesnake shake. But, yeah. how, but how hard is that to say? Like, no, you're doing it wrong. To like Sebastian Bach. Bach. Yeah, exactly. Or, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, how hard is that to do? Oh yeah, there was. I I kept trying to to politely guide him. <laughs> Let's but do that again. At some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. At one point, I'm like, yeah, that's great. Thanks, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, but can we try it one more time? Yeah. This way, let's yeah. see. Yeah, because I would be, I would be like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool, that, that's perfect. I'll yeah, just really. Use that. Yeah, I'll, and it could be farting that. on the damn thank page. You. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, yeah. Yeah. thank you, yeah. thank you, Mr. Bach. Yeah. Yeah. And the the thing of it is, is probably it was probably I don't know if he remembered or not, but uh, at that time I had two interviews set up. I was interviewing him, and I was interviewing uh, Michael Sweet from Striper. Oh, yes. Okay, right, and, right, uh, and and. Somehow along the way, some wires got crossed, and I was supposed to call um, Michael Sweet at like 10 o'clock in the morning. He's here on the East Coast. Sebastian's on the West Coast. His interview was like 8 o'clock at night, our time. Gotcha. And, uh, and I got the, the, they gave me the wrong numbers. They switched the numbers. Oh, so no. it's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning here. And you're calling uh, Sebastian Bach. And I'm phoning Sebastian Bach <laughs> on the West Coast. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I, the phone rings. Nobody answers. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a minute. I call back. Boom rings, no answers. Okay, third time. And all of a sudden, I go, hello? And I'm like, hey, this is Reno from Big Air Saturday Night. I'm calling for Michael Sweet. Click. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, do you still have that number? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's call him up. Let's call him up. Wouldn't that be the shit? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey let's, the podcast. Let's, uh, okay, let's stop right there. Let's talk about some striper. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think Striper actually gets talked about enough. I see. I think they get talked about enough, man. Which is see. <laughs> I knew you were going to. I, I knew you were going to go on that side. I'm not. I'm Chris, not. What did you fan. think about Striper? Uh, Striper back in the day, you know, it was, it was what it was. Uh, I, I thought they were underrated uh, because if you listen to them, and, and especially now, uh, they are heavier or as heavy musically. Right. As as any band out there? Yes, absolutely. I thought, no, I, I'm I'm telling you, Jason, I, I, that that music, their their music was just incredible. I loved it. I love listening. I still love listening to it to this day. I mean, you know, I had, until they they kind of got away from, you know, where you the, know, the roots. Yeah, that that uh, early nineties. Yeah, against the law, right? You know, yeah. stuff like that. I think a lot of those bands from that era kind of started losing their way at that time. Yeah, the grunge coming out, yeah. trying to be alternative, right? And, right. Cutting their yeah. hair, yeah, exactly. and everything. It's like almost like Samson. You know, yeah. a lot of these bands when they cut their hair, they right. lost yeah, their exactly. balls, you know, <laughs> lost their strength. You know, yeah. now, now to be in all fairness, man, I I haven't listened to a lot of Striper. I mean, what little bit I was familiar with, I 
I think they get tagged too much as, as that Christian, the Christian thing, Christian yeah. metal band. Yeah, it's, it's almost like it defines them. Yeah, you, you know, and I yeah. and, and man, I'll be the first to admit that probably does have a lot to do with my prejudice, I guess, right. towards Striper. It's just something, man. They always seem kind of hokey. Well, yeah, you see you these know? guys up there, and they've got the yellow and black stripes. It's like a yeah, they look like the killer bees from pro wrestling, yeah, exactly. man. They look like them <laughs> Fair jumping enough. Jack and or jumping <laughs> jumping Jim Bronze, jumping Jim, Jim, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. B. Brian Blair, Blair. yeah. yeah. You're Iron Sheik's favorite uh, man, by the way. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but everybody was, that was oh, everybody huge. at that time. And they know? were huge, man. And they're, and they're still putting out music. I mean, I, I, I interviewed Michael Sweet a couple times, and, and they're, they're still putting out music. And, and if you thought their music then was heavy, you should listen to them now. I mean, it, they, like I said, musically, the, the, gu- the guitars just crunch. And, uh, I mean, it's heavy songs. that They just think about God. Yeah, right, uh, yeah, right. Just right. Subject, yeah. You know, which is kind of funny, man, because I look back and, uh, you know, it's probably going to speak a little bit to my character, I guess. But a lot of my favorite bands, man, had that, like, satanic, you know, Slayer. label. Uh, well, I wasn't a huge Slayer fan. I've never really been a huge I was Slayer fan. Huge I, I like Slayer. Slayer. At that uh, same time, it was weird because I love Striper and I love Slayer. Slayer. Completely yeah. different, yeah. That's, you know, mentality. That's the funny thing about Slayer is they're like most of them are like devout Catholics. Right. Oh, really? And it's, it's I had no idea. It's it's just kind of a gimmick. Yeah. No shit. Uh, like kissing the makeup. Yeah. Slayer kind of puts out that that devil worshiping vibe. But yeah, like uh, I never knew that. Yeah, there, there's a couple in there. They're very devout Catholic. Yeah. I had no idea. Now I was never a huge Slayer fan. I liked a few songs here and there. They were almost a little bit too heavy. They they really did kind of go into that like. Well, slow down just a little bit. Loved them. But now when it came to like Dio, uh, especially Dio. Well, see, Dio was another one that was, I was kind of marked as that, that kind of, uh, I guess you would, you would even say devil worship. Just satanic. Yeah, satanic. The occult. You know? and yes. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially with but this he, subject uh, Obviously, he wasn't. He, he was more into the Wicca. Yeah, yeah I mean, not, and fantasy, yeah. you know, like dragons and, and things like that, yeah. you know. Uh, but, you know, he did the devil or the horns. That was kind of his gimmick. So, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it. But, you know, man, they had that. Whenever you had that kind of satanic label, yeah. just something, I was like, oh, man, I want to hear that. Yeah, it's dangerous. You know, yeah, exactly. uh, Dio, Iron Maiden, Ozzy, obviously, yeah. Sabbath, obviously, yeah. you know. Well, even Motley, like Crue. Motley Crue had oh, right. the, the, the pentagrams and, and the. You know, shout of the devil, yeah, absolutely. Which was originally like shout with the devil, right? But they had to change they it, had to change the yeah. words or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, man, it was just something about those bands that, you know, I just uh, that that's what I was drawn toward. Yeah, you know, like oh, I, said, yeah. I think it was the danger. It was, it was yeah, dark exactly. and you it know. was just. Dangerous, you know. Well, hell, is. man, they told you you would commit suicide if you listen to Ozzy. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. no shit. Or, or Judas yeah. Priest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no shit, man. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. as a kid who gets a little, you know, might be a little creepy, curious. Yeah. It's like, don't push this button. Yeah. What the fuck's that going to do? push the fucking button. You know. But we did. Stuff like that, like Suicide Solution, was an anti-suicide it's a, song. It's about drinking. Yeah. yeah. If you take, yes. uh, if you take like, Black Sabbath. You know, they, they, they sang a lot about stuff that sounded creepy and that sounded like the devil, but it was usually warnings against Guess it. Against it. Yeah, and and people political. just never really listened to the yes. lyrics. Yeah. I've always said, man, if you take Master of Reality, and if you change the name of the band to something else, you would think that's a Christian rock album. Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, man, the, the subject matter in that album particularly is, I mean, every song has some sort of warning against Satanism yeah. or being pro-God. Yeah, exactly. Or even pro-love, man. And uh, like I say, if you break down some of those lyrics, it's like, whoa, that's that's Aussie. Yeah. Singing, you know, singing these things, you know. Um, 
But yeah, man, it's just amazing how that gimmick back in that day, though, just drew me personally, drew me into that yeah. kind of music, you know. Just kind of like I say, man, I've always been a little hard headed anyway, man. Yeah. You know, I was always one of those kids. If you told me not to do something with shit, <laughs> that's, that's right. the first fucking thing I do. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. It's still that way. Still that way, man. Hell, I'm just older now. It just yeah. hurts more. <laughs> but yeah, they were, you know, they were able to stand out from everybody else, obviously. You know, like you said, it, it was a gimmick, you know, yeah. to, you know, put themselves out there even, even further. And, you know, man, one thing about Striper, you know, kind of to even expand on that, one thing you got to give them the credit for, dude, is they did this in a pretty hardcore environment that was against that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, in other yeah, words, you're yeah. going to call yourself a Christian band. Well, man, you're on the outskirts immediately now. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, and you don't even have to be like pro, quote, unquote, Satanism, man, but you're against, you know, you're you're like anti-drinking, you're anti-party, yeah. you're anti-sex. I mean, yeah. you know. So, yeah, man, I mean, all these things that make, you know, rock and roll great. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it is what it is, man. Yeah, you, know, you know. But what you know, obviously, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is music. That's and, it. And you know, I, I thought they were just tremendous. Yeah. I loved them. Oh yeah, Michael Sweet is. Uh, people don't realize that he plays a lot of the guitar. Oh, I mean, really? Oz Fox is is the guitarist, but I mean, he does a lot of the solos and stuff like. Okay. Guys, a, a fabulous singer, but he's also an amazing guitarist as well. Very very talented band. And one thing I'll say, man, he is a great vocalist. Yes. I mean, oh without a doubt. I mean, the band is yeah. talented. Yeah. They yeah. do not yeah. misunderstand yeah. it. I just wasn't the biggest fan, but to say, you know, that they're not a talented band would be uh, just ridiculous, man. Yeah, they're absolutely a great band. Let me ask you guys about uh, an old school, well, I don't know if you would actually say a band, but he was definitely the, the front man of a band, who I didn't know was actually pretty damn near a musical genius, and that's Kip Winger. Were y'all aware of this? Yes. Did you, Man, he is like, he's doing like, uh, like symphonies and shit now. Oh, yeah. I mean... The guy who brought I'm us gonna have 17. to step back from this one. <laughs> oh, I did not like Winger. Don't don't misunderstand me, man. But just kind of talking about like how we're talking about Michael Sweet being into yeah. other you know avenues. Same thing with Kip Winger, dude. Yeah. Like he's doing like symphonies well, and the, shit yeah. like that. The guy's a like, fantastic bassist. I mean, he was, yeah, he is. He man. was playing bass for for Alice Cooper, Cooper right. and, yeah. and, and other other places, right. other uh, acts uh, before Winger came along, exactly. and then of course. Winger comes on, and it really, I think, I mean, the music was kind of softer, poppy, poppy. She's seventeen, yeah, and, gonna... and he had the widest smile, yeah. You know? But, but really, this, like, this was Bon Jovi light, yeah. yes. This was Bon Jovi for the fourteen-year-old kids, <laughs> you know? or seventeen-year-olds. Well, oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Jesus. You're welcome. This is where we did that sampler we've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we did that toilet flush. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, but yeah. Oh. Yeah, Kip Winger. Though. Yeah, no, he's a. Uh, uh, I actually got to interview him uh, for one of their for the latest one of their latest albums, and and if you listen to their stuff now, uh, you know he, they're doing a lot of uh, like almost prog rock things oh, okay. really interesting time signatures and and then of course uh he's doing the classical music thing which right. what he's getting winning grammys or yeah. nominated for yeah. grammys that yeah. never wow. happened with winger yes. really? but yeah uh, that that's what i was yeah. yeah that was kind of why i brought it up because i mean he's got a lot of success yeah. doing this man wow. well that's yeah. when he when he first started out that's that's what he started and he went to school for for classical music oh, I didn't know and, that. yeah exactly he got to start in classical music and then 
you know, got into rock and, and then it's now kind of making his way back full circle. I mean, anybody that was in Alice Cooper's band, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to give them their props, man. Exactly. I mean, whether he's got the whitest smile in L.A. or not, yeah. man, you know. And, and posing for Playgirl didn't help him either, oh, yeah. no, man. That's that, right. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. All the dudes are like, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. Oh, my God. I, I, he sure did. Yeah, he? sure yeah. did. God almighty. Yeah, that Buzzworth, might... do you still have that issue? I know you had it at one time. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it, Buzzworth. <laughs> change the subject. Change the subject. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Baker, let me ask you, man. Since the, the theme of today's uh, show is rock and roll radio, what? And, and I know you work in the field, yeah. so I don't want to. You know, I don't want to put you in a corner here or anything, but what, what's your, um, I guess, what's your outlook on the current state of rock and roll radio, man? Well, to, to me, rock and roll radio, I mean, it's still there. It's still alive. Uh, radio still, I mean, in this age of uh, streaming and, and satellite and stuff like that, it's still uh, one of the most viable mediums just because it's free. Right. I mean, right. you're not paying a subscription right. for it. So people are uh, still, I mean, that's... It, what people are listening to. I, I I look at rock and roll radio, like uh, rock and roll music these days. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's trying to find its way. I mean, there's still the classic rock stations. Uh, we started as a strict classic rock and then we, uh, our, one of our, uh, corporate guys, uh, was working with, uh, with Westwood one radio and they've created a new format called classic rock X, which our station has changed to that format. And it's, it's classic rock for like our generation. More heavier. Yeah, stuff. it's it's right. it's about forty percent seventies, Zeppelins, ACDCs, Bad Companies, fifty percent eighties. So you get all the hair metal, the Warrant, gotcha. the Motley Crue stuff like that, and then uh, like a, like a small percent, like ten percent nineties, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, stuff like that. So it, it's been kind of a shot in the arm to the classic you, rock format. You feeling old yet? Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. I mean, for real. That, that's what I'm actually over here thinking is, as Chris is saying this, I'm like, in other words, the classic rock station basically grows as we as we age. Yeah, exactly. In, in other yeah. words, man, yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, I remember the first time I heard Metallica on our classic rock station here in Charlotte, 99.7 Fox, and that's been years and years yeah. ago. And I was like, Jesus, man, here it is. Yeah. Or even Pearl Jam, like Pearl Jam. Yeah. A lot yeah. of Pearl Jam songs were popping up on the uh the fox yeah man and that was alternative was like, pearl jam wait a minute yeah. man no that should Whoa. be on 106.5 yeah exactly you know, that was only stations. 10 years ago y'all <laughs> no. Uh, oh, no. No. Oh, no. no oh no oh no nope. Nope. yeah maybe nope. since their first 10 year anniversary yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah but no man it, it, there is something about hearing i tell you i saw a meme you know, so I get all my information in my life, you know, the way I live my life off memes like we all should. But it did really strike a chord with me because it says something to the effect, you know you're old when you go into the grocery store and you can jam out on what they're playing over their PA. Oh, God. And that's the damn truth, oh. man. I know, once again, this has been way too long, way too long ago, but I went, you know, into Bilo or wherever, and they're jamming out on Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen, and I love that song, man. And I'm in here, I'm just jamming out, going down the aisles like I'm a buggy, man. I'm getting, you know, my bread, I'm getting my cereal, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm jamming out in a goddamn grocery store. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Brother, I went right to the Geritol aisle. <laughs> you know, I took a hard yeah. left, man. I got some insure. You know what I'm saying? Get some multivitamins. Yeah, the pins, exactly. you know, I went ahead, I stocked up. I'm like, so I, I think, I, 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 I think, think we'll go and get them. it was Muzak. 
when I was going with my mom to the grocery store, you know, you would hear like the the music versions yeah. of popular oh, yeah, songs, yeah, you know, right. playing like the instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dentist know, it's not, not so bad. But nah, man, when you go in here, something straight off your favorite radio station <laughs> <laughs> or something off your playlist. Yeah, yeah. It's like ah, oh, shit, man. <laughs> I like to say, I'm just waiting to go in there one day and they're playing fucking Man on the Silver Mountain or some shit, you know. <laughs> don't say never, man. No. Never, don't well, say can't yeah, have bet against that. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man jamming in the fucking yep. produce aisle, you know. It's like, oh, shit. But, you know, that, even still with that, it's, it's such a different era now from, you know, when we were growing up. We would never hear that on a pl- public radio broadcast. Oh, no, absolutely not. You know, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a different era now. We can hear anything... At any time. Yeah. At any time. At any yeah. time, yeah. Man, you know. Let me ask you, babe. Do you think that's hurt the radio industry just with the streaming and, and just everything being on demand now? If you want to hear a song, you just go to YouTube. You know? I, I think it's it has to a degree. I think it's it's made, uh, you know, in some regards it's been good because it's been made it easier for people to, to get out there and, and hear new music. Sure. because Because radio a long time ago. Uh, I mean, they used to be the hit makers. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you wanted to hear the, the new song, the latest song yes. from this band, that band. You'd turn on the radio and, and it'd be there. And radio went from being the hit makers to the hit players. Right. We wait till things are right. a hit and then yeah. start playing them. Right. And so, I mean, it, it's radios hurt themselves in that regard. But the, the influx of, of more streaming options has has allowed people to go out there and, and find new music. So it, it's kind of a, you know, uh, a catch-22 when I it comes you. to that. I got you. And that, that makes sense, yeah. man. You know, because, you know, I think you touched on a little earlier, Chris, and, and I do agree about, you know, radio not being obsolete. You know, because I yeah. think there's some people out there that really do feel like it's obsolete. And I'm yeah. like, well, if you think that, then go by any work site yeah. where people are working outside or something, man. They they, they got the Fox, you know, yeah. around here, man. Yep. It's always jamming. Oh, yeah. But radio, I don't see radio ever going away. Not not as long as it's broadcasting over the air. Yeah, you know, exactly. You, you know, it's, as it's, long as it's easy as, you know, the push of a button, exactly. especially in your car or, you know, anywhere else. Exactly, yeah. man. And, I mean, even with uh, certain options, man, I think a lot of people still like that sort of random you know that randomness, man. Yeah. You, you know you don't know what you're going to hear, man. When you got your playlist, you can hit random, but you yeah, still yeah. know those songs. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think people do like that, and, I, and that's something I'm gonna be honest, guys. I haven't listened to radio in years. Yeah. I mean, in years, I, I listen to playlists. I, I listen to full albums. You know, very rarely do I listen to any radio. That's that's mainstream radio. Right. I do yeah. listen to one, you know, independent broadcaster. We'll talk about him a little bit later on in this episode. But you know, man, I, I just really don't. But I know a lot of people out there prefer it. You know, they just prefer it. You know, they would rather have that. And I, So, in I, other words, radio ain't going anywhere. Yeah, because we listen to morning radio in the mornings whenever we're taking Victoria to school. I mean, that's always that's always something fun because you never know what's going to pop on the, on the radio. Right. And she's just going to sing it. Right, you know, right, that, yeah. That's the thing, you know, just finding yeah. new stuff like that. Right. Just and, and, you know, you, you, the, the beauty about radio is, yeah, it's not your playlist it's not things you're already expecting and how many times i've listened to and like oh man i haven't heard that song in forever right right and you know it's a trip man because sometimes i'll you know i kind of get that with youtube sometimes sometimes i'll just put it on i'll let it play the next song and it's a trip man since i've been out of radio you know personally let's uh, what song came on i think it was rocky mountain way actually yeah now, brothers, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I was so burned down on that song back in the day. <laughs> if that shit came on the radio, I would turn it just because I heard it so many yeah. times. 
which I do think is something that our local classic rock station could probably improve on. They do tend to have a very limited rotation. Yes. But now I hadn't heard this song. Man, I bet it's been maybe ten years. Right. But it came on the you know on the random you know whatever was playing next. And I'm like, holy shit. And I loved it. And I yeah. listened to it. I jammed out on it. And I'm like, man, I haven't heard this song in over a decade. But, man, back when I would listen to the radio every day, back when I didn't have any other options but the radio, that's just one of several songs. And I'm just like, between that and Radar, fucking love, man. <laughs> oh, and, God. And, and sweet oh, child no. of mine. No. <laughs> Fuck me running, man. God darn. No, I, I could probably, we could probably make out a whole list. Oh, bro. There's some, you throw in, sprinkle in some sweet emotion. Oh, <laughs> and I love Aerosmith and Jesus. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's like radio stations think they only put out four fucking songs, yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, you know, they got like, yeah. you know, 20 years of material here. You Pearl Jam was, you know, that was the same thing, you know. You'd hear the Pearl Even Jam. fucking flow, man. Yeah. I heard even flow every 10 minutes, man. Yeah. Well, dude, I'll go back to Sweet Child of Mine. I love GNR. GNR is one of my all-time favorite bands. Dude, I would rather listen to Two Cats fucking a blender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, then which one? Which one? The, the Sweet Child of Mine or Welcome to the Jungle? Now, I still like Welcome to the Jungle, Get man. Out, I, man. I still have not got completely burned out. Now, really? Don't get me wrong, man. I don't listen to it at home. Like, I don't, man. I'll fast forward through that motherfucker. But if I'm in a car yeah. or somebody's playing it, okay, whatever. If I hear a sweet child of mine, I'm just going to put my fingers in my ears and just tell me when that shit's <laughs> yeah. over. That and fucking Journey. Just fill uh, in the blank. Whatever Journey song you want to put no, in No, I can still hear. Oh, uh, fuck. I like separate don't, ways. Don't like, stop believing. And it just has that oh, special man. kind of <laughs> feeling. Well, yeah. that's because you like Caddyshack, man. Wasn't that the Caddyshack? No, that, no. Uh, uh. No. Oh, Small Town Girl? No. no which no, song? Uh, what song was in Caddyshack? Puzzleworth. Oh, that was, Puzz- uh, that was Puzzle Kenny song. Loggins. No, what? no. The, they play a Journey Are, song. Yeah. Oh, they, okay. They I'm thinking of the, uh, the main song. song. On, the, on the golf course. In the golf course. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Don't Stop Believing. No. It was... Uh, uh, Will in the Sky? No. I'm just going to start naming all You're, you're going to name all the... Jer- <laughs> Damn it. Stone uh, Love. Uh, uh, no, no. How are we looking over Love Puzzler? Love squeezing. <laughs> no, God, not that one. Any, so any way you want it. Which one? Any way you want it. Was that the one? Uh, anyway, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, I just, nah, man. <laughs> I can't get into Journey, dude. Yeah. I, I've always said the sound of Journey to me is like the smell of dog food. It, it's just <laughs> one and the same, man. I, I don't completely, I'm not. Dis- I have never heard that. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means to me the smell of dog food equates you the know, sound of journey. The the funny thing is, is we have a dog food factory in the town that I, I broadcast do they, out of. Do they play journey? And, and the, 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 there are some days I go to work and the whole town reeks of dog, dog food. food. Oh. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I get I get where you're going with this. <laughs> See, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> in other words, journey must be playing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So now every time I think of journey or <laughs> hear a journey song on my show, I'm like, is that dog food? I said? Oh, <laughs> my work here is done. Man, I'm done. Man. The, the podcast has come All full right. circle, man. I'm done. So you'd rather hear, he, uh, hear Steve Perry solo? I mean, I'm not that familiar with his solo stuff. Really? It couldn't be any worse, man. I mean, it, <laughs> I do like Separate Ways. I like yeah. Separate Ways. That's yeah. a good song. That's okay. It's okay. It's I thought right, that was right. the most, I thought that really? was one of the most ever played songs. Uh, well, I mean, anything by Journey's over. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, I mean, you know, it's, it's tough. We're going to rename the name of this episode to Journey Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> With Chris Baker. Oh, man. Man, dude, I've been full of hate today, man. That's true. That's true. I've been full of That's hate, true. man, and now I'm hating on Journey. I was hating Journey? on... Journey? I was hating on the geeks earlier. <laughs> Power ballads. <laughs> 
Jesus, fuck man. Them. <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck them all. Damn, baby, you, you showed up on the wrong weekend. Or it maybe it's the right one. I don't like yeah, this. Hey, I don't like no striper. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like none of this shit. <laughs> Damn it, man. Buzzer, if you wanted to send in for me, man, I'll, I'll look uh, up shit. He's just going to go over here and punch walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kick kittens and shit. Like, Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, man. Let's get back on task. Man. Yeah, man. Let's see here. Where do we go from there, man? Uh, well, let me ask you, uh, Baker. Have you? Uh, is there anybody that you still like to meet that you have? And I'm sure there's a shitload of people, but yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, there there are, there are guys that uh, I would like to meet. I mean, I, I did. Uh, we were talking earlier today about. Uh, uh, I was going to the last uh, Alice Cooper show I went to, Damon Johnson, right? Uh, from Brother Kane, which I'm a huge Brother Kane fan. I've got to interview him. But uh, he's a guy I would like to meet because he's just a really super friendly guy. Right. Uh, so, so meeting him would be very cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really have a bucket list per se of, uh, of people I'd like to meet. But, uh, but I'm open for any rock stars now, out there that would like to meet me. <laughs> Brother King. Hey, thank you all for listening. <laughs> uh, they had a tie to Alice Cooper as well, didn't they? Brother King? Yeah. I'm not sure. Am, am I right on that? Um, I, don't I don't know. I know Damon Johnson has played guitar for him uh, on uh, on a couple albums, and he's, he's toured with him and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then they've done some writing. So, um, yeah, they do have that connection. So, man, have you been able to go to a lot of cool concerts? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually, sure, yeah. yeah, that's that's one of the the nice perks about radio is free tickets to yeah. concerts. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been to see. Uh, like a lot of the hair bands, I got to see uh, uh, Poison and Cinderella play. Oh, awesome! And um, wow. Cinderella just—I love Cinderella. They dude. just blew Poison out of the water. I mean, I really stole that. the show. Tom Kiefer is just such a showman. Yeah, uh, that was great. I got to see uh, another show. It was uh, Cinderella headlining, and it was uh, quite right. I got to see uh, oh, cool. them before Kevin DeBro passed away. Oh, right, cool, right, man! Which cool. was which That's was badass, cool. and Firehouse was with them. Uh, yeah, they're uh, from Charlotte, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Used to be White Heat back in the day. Yeah, I got to see. Uh, I got to see Skinnerd. Oh yeah, uh, man. Yeah, not, it wasn't long before Billy Powell <laughs> passed away. Oh really? So it was kind of nice to be able to see him as a part of the band, right? While it was still a At couple least a guys couple. left. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. <laughs> so it's like every year, man. They just lost members. Yeah, members exactly. Members. It's just they're kind of dwindling away, yeah. but uh, but still put on a hell of a show. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I went to see them this last time in Charlotte, you know, for their farewell tour. Yeah, I mean, man, they. Blew. I wonder if they were so good because they got younger blood in there. To be honest, yeah, with maybe. You. I mean, I I remember watching them. It was at our big county fair and. And uh, Billy, you know, playing on on things like uh, Tuesday's Gone or, right. or whatever, right. or Freebird, and, and he just, he didn't, you know, wasn't age, was, age was catching up. Yeah. you could tell, and but wasn't uh, hitting those licks. You know, yeah, right. exactly. But uh, but still, uh, yeah, a great show. So yeah, them Def Leppard, I got to see oh, them, cool. which was really cool because um, I never got to see them back in the day, which was always one of my great regr- regrets. So. So yeah, those are those are some of the shows I've I've got to see. You know, man, talking about Skinner, uh, that was my first concert back in 1991, the day after my 16th birthday. <clears throat> I got to see him, and it wow. was their first. It was their first tour with a new album. They mm. had toured as the tribute band a few years earlier, I think in '87. 
uh, basically what I'm trying to get around to is I got to see the most original lineup you oh, could nice. see. You know, still Ed King was still in the band. Yeah. Artemis Pie was still in the band. Oh, nice. Yeah, Billy, obviously, Leon Wilkinson was still alive. You know, to this day, man, that's one of my greatest, fondest memories. But I tell you, man, we went every year. It was kind of our tradition, you know, from the time I was 16, I think up until, good God, man, maybe 24, 25. We almost went eight or nine years. I can't remember. But, guys, I'm going to be honest. By the time that we stopped going, you just started – they just started going downhill, man. Yeah. You know, now this last tour I went to, completely different. Because yeah. I know the last time we went, Tesla, who I love. Oh, uh, right? yeah. Huge Tesla fan right yeah. here, y'all. That's a band I'd love to see. Live. Oh, man. Oh, dude, they blew Skinner straight up off the yeah. stage. Because when they came back out, it was just like, man, we, we, we there was just nothing they could do. I mean, yeah. Freebird, obviously, you know, obviously Freebird's going to be the shit, you know, obviously. But, man, the rest of that set – we're just like, fuck, man, y- y'all ain't following it. You know what I mean? I mean, Tesla came yeah. up there and set the son of a bitch on fire, wow. man. And uh, to this day, that's that's when I became a huge Tesla fan, and I've been one ever since, you know. Uh, but just kind of talk about how Skinner and, you know, some of them older bands do tend to, Oh yeah, they kind of dwindle, yeah. man, here yeah. and there. You know, I think that's why they're all going on these final uh, well, farewell me, tours, you know. Well, let me ask you with that, with live shows, uh, well, the Perks was getting free tickets. What do you think about ticket prices now as oh. opposed to, like, you know, when we were younger? Where you can afford them all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, you know? It's, it's amazing if you look at ticket stubs uh, from, from tickets back in the day, even back in the 80s and the 70s and stuff like that. I remember uh, uh, somebody I know, I can't remember who it was, was showing me a ticket stub from seeing Kiss somewhere up uh, around Erie, Pennsylvania, and, and some little know-nothing place. And I can't remember what the price was, but it was like uh, single digits. We, we, could, we yeah. could get enough change in your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, you're going to pay hundreds of dollars for those tickets now. And oh, man. it's just, I mean, I, I get it. The record companies sure. screw these bands. Sure. And they don't make a dime off the, the CDs and right. the, the music they right. put out. Right. So they've got to get their money through concerts and merch. Right. I get that, but... You know, it's, it's where, you know, kids these days, I feel sorry for them because they, you can't afford to go to a show. Well, you know, man, back in the day, that's what young people did. Now it's what all of us older people yeah. with, with, like, really good jobs yeah, can do The only ones that can afford it. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. Barely, yeah. man. Yeah. And it, it almost reminds me of the Harley-Davidson syndrome. You know, back in, like, the day of the 60s and 70s, man, only outlaws, only, yeah. like, the people outside the norm drove a, or rode a Harley. Yeah. Now, man, hell, you can't get a Harley unless you're a fucking CEO or something, man. You know, obviously I'm exaggerating that, but, but yeah. my no, point yeah, is... You're on point. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with concert tickets. The first $100 concert ticket I ever remember was the first Eagles reunion. Yeah. And this was probably back in about 94, 95. It was the first I one. I've heard of. Uh, man, because me and my brother, Brian Turner, shout out to Brian Turner, we wanted to uh, go because we were both huge Eagles fans. And, you know, we're like, yeah, let's go. And, you know, 20 bucks, you know, whatever back then. Yeah. You know, even back in the 90s, man, they weren't that expensive. Yeah. And we're like, man, the cheapest seat was like 100 and some dollars. Yeah. We're like... Fuck the Eagles. You know, man, we'll go see Ario fucking Speedwagon. Sorry, I think, yeah. And we did. Yeah. You know, we yeah. ended up, well, me and Brian didn't go, but me and another friend, we ended up yeah. just going to an Ario Speedwagon concert a few weeks later. I think we went to uh, the Pavilion, and I think it was like 15 bucks for a grass seat. Oh, wow. Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or five bucks. Maybe five. I'm sorry. Back then, it was probably five for a grass seat. But, you know. I remember one of the first ones I'd, I'd gone to. 
it was uh, Metallica's Black Album Tour. Oh, yeah. The height of Metallica popularity. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. $16 was that ticket. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, man. Wow. God <laughs> you know? almighty, man. And this is Metallica. Yeah. I mean, Metallica. Black Album Tour, yes. man. Yeah. This, this ain't, you know, the Kill Em All Tour. This is three-hour show. Right. Just them. And that's when they had, like, that stage. The round. Yeah, yeah, yeah the round. Yes. Yeah, $16. Wow. That's what I'm saying, Now. Man. Now, brother, hell, it's like, what a hundred and some dollars for a nosebleed, dude. Or I mean, or higher. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. man. It's unreal. Yeah, I know, yeah. man. Oh, dude, I can't tell you how many concerts I've not been able to go to because I just cannot oh, yeah. afford it. Or they come on a fucking Tuesday. That's something else, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm getting back on my fucking haterade, man. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, let me let me tell you a little story here. This just happened recently. Brandon Dowdy, man. I want to, uh, no, I just pronounced his name on shitty. But, uh, but my buddy Brandon, man, we went to the Skinner concert. And we were wanting to go see, oh, Jesus, who was it, man? Uh, it was a Deep Purple and uh, Judas Priest. And I love Priest. Not a big, not a big Deep Purple fan. I, I like Perfect Strangers. I do like some of their songs. But I love Judas Priest, man. And they are on my bucket list. I want to see Judas Priest. All right, man, let's go. You know, I got a job. I got a regular job, regular hours. Well, man, this son of a bitch is on a fucking Tuesday. Right. We're like, well, shit, man, we can't go. So I started going down my Facebook. It's a couple days later. We're complaining about it. We're just bitching about how concerts are on Tuesdays. Well, there's a Dallas Cooper Paranormal Tour. Yeah. He just come off of. And I misread it, man. And I was looking at the Tennessee date, and it was on a Friday. So I hit up Brandon. I'm like, hey, man. Alice Cooper's coming, brother. He's on a weekend. We can go. Holy shit, no. I was looking at the Tennessee one, the one that's in Charlotte's on a fucking Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Guess yep. what day Ozzy's coming? Tuesday. Fucking Tuesday. <laughs> Guess what day Iron Maiden's coming? Monday. Monday, actually. Fucking wow. Monday. Wow. So I don't know, man. I mean, I got a job. Well, I remember that Metallica <laughs> show. I remember that Metallica show being midweek. Yeah, but back in the day, man, I would do it back oh, when yeah, I was in my for 20s sure. or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what day it was on, man. It could be whenever, man. You know, Wednesday at 2 a.m., all right, I'll be there. You know, yeah. now, I oh, see yeah. that. If I yeah. see anything but Monday, I mean, but Friday or Saturday. Right, you're done. <laughs> I'm done, man. Yeah. I was like, well, hell, yeah. I got I to gotta work, man. Yeah. You know. And even my boss was like, well, you can take the day off. I'm like, yeah, but shit, I need the fucking money. All right. I mean, hey, you going to pay me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I would do that shit now. Yeah. Goddamn, a paid day off yeah. and a concert. Hell yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're going to have to get, we're going to figure that out. And how much was it going to be? Oh, I don't even know, man. I didn't make it past the date. Didn't make it past the date. <laughs> 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 oh. Hey, I saved my money, brother. That's I saved right. my money. <laughs> well, I tell you guys what, we're getting about at the halfway point. But, Mike. We got something once again, man. Since we got a special guest in the studio, we also Sir. have a special, um, a special event we're going to do. Okay. Because, man, since this is rock and roll radio, we're actually going to introduce a rock and roll song. Yes. It's for the first time ever. The Puds are actually going to play a little music on here. That's right. So I'm gonna give a little background, then I'm gonna turn it over to the professional <laughs> to introduce this band. Uh, but before we get to that, I got to give a special shout out to my man Papa Jack over at WTAU, WTAU the Pea Ridge Nation. Uh, Chris, you need to check this guy out, man. Yeah, he does local uh, local independent acts. He's his own. You know, he's got his podcast. He also broadcasts live. I'll send you all this information, man. I think you would really. Oh, dig sweet! It. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, man. He some of the bands he plays are just unbelievably awesome, man. Sweet, including the band we're about to talk about. So I wanted to give him his props because. Uh, I heard the song on his show. I reached out, and I'm like, man, I want to play these guys. 
Uh, he was like, well, here's our information. I reached out to them. Brother, I'm talking in about 15, 20 minutes. We're like, yeah, man, it's cool. You know, I thought I was going to have to get, go through some red tape. You know, I was like, oh, man, and this band's out of Finland, you know, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, oh, shit, man, I don't know these guys. You know, they're going to tell me to fuck off, not to use their song. I didn't know. I didn't know. You know, I was like, man, this is uncharted territory. Man, 20, 30 minutes later, yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Solid. So, uh, yes. Baker, if you would, brother, if you would introduce, did I tell you who the band is? No. <laughs> See, this is why we need a professional. Ah! I'll tell you what, man, I'll do it. You do it, I'll critique and you. Critique me, right. man. Yes, great. No pressure, no pressure. Uh-huh. All right, man. So, uh, without any further ado, let me introduce to you the name of the band is Wrestling. So, you know it's going to be right up our alley. And the name yeah. of the song is WrestleMania 6. You didn't hear it here first on the podcast, but hopefully you are hearing it. So, y'all don't get nowhere. We'll be right back. You are about to enter a world. Close to parts unknown.
Puzz were back, man. That was a jamming, jamming song. Oh, that was brother. badass. You dig that, man? I like that. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah, once again, I want to give a special shout-out to the band for allowing us to play that. If you guys are out there listening, we'll we'll put up a link to it either today or tomorrow uh, within the next couple of days where you guys can uh, you know listen to that song, buy their album. I don't have the money, but I'm going to buy that album as soon as I do get the money, which I will be getting the money yeah. here pretty soon. So I'm going to definitely go out and I'm going to spend the money to get that. Uh, because, uh, man, that's just jamming. He's, he's going to get yeah. a suit, too, because he, he just got a new job, man. He's going <laughs> to rock out the suit like everybody <laughs> else here. I ain't putting in my notice yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you heard, it, it, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first on the podcast. All All right. Right. My boss ain't listening. You know what? I think I'll listen to Jason's podcast today. <laughs> this will be the day today. Motherfucker, I swear to God. What? <laughs> I've been telling Jason I was going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> New job. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, that, that's what's going on with me this week, man. I got I got a new job. Yeah, so, uh, yeah man. Well, so if, de- oh, if they made it past the, you know, I, I'd hit it better T-shirt part. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know, I get on here. Dude, I just get on here. I tell myself all the fucking time, man. I, Dude, hey, you know, I think a podcast would be fun. You know, like yeah, a year later, yeah. Jesus, man. Uh, just just tell on yourself. Yeah. I, I admit to breaking the law like every week. Right, right. You know, yeah. uh, hey, boss, I'm, I'm quitting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I, I had crushes on these chicks, and they're dating geeks now. Yeah. And I'm hating on them. And uh, what else have I done, man? I think that's about it. Yeah. So I'm going to change the subject. I want to talk before. <laughs> I definitely want to change the subject. But uh, I want to change it back to that band, man, that we just listened to. Yes. Wrestling. WrestleMania. Finland's. Finland's very own, man. Wow. Once again, so fucking cool. They just, yeah. man, I reached out. They're like, yeah, play it. So, Puds, let's help them out. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, let's go. Let's get them, you know, get on their Facebook. And I'll put all that on there, man, where you can like their Facebook and, you know, help them out, man. Help and and Puds, you know, Finland's pretty big on some, you know, yeah. rock bands. Music oh, scene. Yeah, yeah. Music right, scene. right, man. McCoy, him, Christian, uh, a lot of other stuff. They got a good, good scene yes. going on, man. It's good to see that there is at least a good rock and roll scene still around. Yeah, man. somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> Jesus, man. Well, let's talk about that. The state of rock and roll now. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. I was. That's a perfect man segue, brother. What yeah. What is your opinion on the state, the current state of rock and roll, uh, Baker? Rock and roll is kind of. I mean, I mean, it's still there. I mean, there's still some great bands sure. out there, but uh, the record companies and and popular radio top 40 radio have kind of lost faith in it right and, and there really needs to be that band to come along. i know it's kind of cliche to say but right. that band to come along that that guns and roses that yes. uh, that nirvana something zeppelin, to shake it up right, zeppelin right, you know right. that just kind of changes the game right in a good way i mean there's some bands out there that that are doing things different but it sucks uh, that you know that's <laughs> right. my thing man like who is it greta greta van fleet that's out the, yeah, they're, yeah. they're a newer band yeah. and I do like their music mm-hmm. what what little bit I've heard but man the, they sound like Led Zeppelin yeah I mean I mean they're so similar to Zeppelin it just doesn't a lot of bands did <laughs> well or, or Zeppelin sounded like a lot of bands <laughs> stop it <laughs> that's a whole other show <laughs> brother, yeah. we'll definitely get you back for that one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you know guys i actually was talking to a friend of mine and uh, this is just a couple of days ago and uh, once again to kind of go with i could hit a better t-shirt i think this was a fairly decent quote I, I said myself but we were talking i'm like man it sounds to me like country went disco yeah uh hip-hop went unintelligible 
Mm-hmm. And rock and roll. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and rock and roll lost its points. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah. really the three things, yeah. man. I mean, you know, country music is just straight up disco now, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the pop stuff is. Yeah, exactly. You know, rap, which was all about rapping, which meant speaking and talking yeah. about things that were going on. Now they mumble all their shit, and you can't understand a fucking word they say. So, I mean, how can you get a message out when you can't fucking understand? And, and that and Fair rock enough. and roll, man, is just it's blah. Yeah, exactly. It's just well, blah. Here's man. the thing, and and I was talking with somebody, a friend of mine, about this one. Um, I felt like rock and roll really died in the '70s. At the end of the '70s, listen to me. Okay, okay. Listen to me now. Pure rock and roll died at the end of the '70s. Everything else was like a variation. Or something? Well, you know, you had the big new wave run. And everything, so you had only sporadic rock and roll bands, say like Guns N' Roses. I always thought Guns N' Roses not as a metal band, but a rock and roll band. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Black Crows. Yeah, yeah, good example. There were example. sporadic rock and roll bands coming out. Right, right. At that time, but everything else was kind of like you know, you had your new wave, and then you had your grunge, then your hair metal, hair metal, yeah. metal right. bands. You know, stuff it, like that. Even prog rock, you can even kind of look right. into that. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Right, exactly. I yeah. love Rush. I know oh, that was yeah. something to me and Baker always had a common yeah. uh, common thing with, but it's not straightforward rock and roll. Right. No. I mean, not really. No, right. not really. Yeah. You know? Sabbath. I mean, Jesus, man. I mean, they, they changed. I love, that's like my favorite oh, yeah. band, man. But yeah. they completely changed yes. rock and roll, you know, and definitely turned it into something. Yeah. Even to this day, man, to me, Sabbath still feels like an underground band. Right. Uh, yeah. They always will. And I think that's why they're so great, man, because they just feel underground. But they were so yeah. different from anything at that time. Yeah. And, and even the ones, even the bands that came after and tried to emulate that, they never they never did no, it. You they can't. never could. Nah, man. And even though there were some heavier bands before Sabbath, I mean, there was some like, uh, was it 10CC, you know, was out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even in uh, Iron Butterfly, to a certain degree, they yeah. were right. really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Blue Cheer. Blue Cheer was another yeah. one that was out. But nothing was like Sabbath. But even today, Sabbath still blurs those lines, yes. man. I remember back in the uh, early 90s talking to a guy at a record store, Selector Records, up in Hickory, North Carolina. And we were talking about Black Sabbath. And this guy was a huge Nirvana fan and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, man, Sabbath was the first grunge band. Right. And I'm like, shit, I can't, I can't argue that. I mean, really, if you think about the style and the sound, yeah. yeah. Hell, they were, they were the first almost yeah. everything, you know. Yeah, really, that's true, you know? yeah. Okay. Well, everything was kind of derived see that. from them. It really, yeah, was. it really was. I mean, punk, but even punked maybe yeah. to a you, certain you, degree. I mean, yeah. you look like look at bands like Alice in Chains and and Soundgarden, oh. and even Nirvana and that early early Nirvana stuff mm-hmm. was was heavy, Sabbath heavy. Very, yeah. yeah, very riff, yeah. riff heavy, yeah. man. Yeah. Real, real dirty sludge, even sludge rock yeah. and sludge metal. These these new metal genres yeah. can still be traced back to Sabbath, man. Oh yeah, you know? definitely. And, but, you know, Mike, you, to kind of go back to what you were saying, man, you, you make a good point with that. Like the straightforward up, you know, in your, like the Skinner bands. Right. You know, the CCRs. Right. You know, the Eagles even, man. Yeah. I mean, they had a little bit of a country feel, but they were rock and roll. Man. Yeah. They were straight, yeah. You know, Tom Petty. And they weren't commercialized. That's right. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. At that time. At that time. At that yeah, time. definitely. And during that, uh, into that 70s, 70s era. You know, but you, because you had you know early '80s, you know right at the '80s, you had the MTV, you right. had more uh, commercialized uh, radio stations. Oh yeah, man, it started going corporate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me ask you guys this, and this is just a thought I had when you said '80s. What do y'all think the keyboard did to rock and roll? <laughs> oh hey hey oh man, that got some that got wow. some heavy breaths, okay. bro. Okay. Yeah. I got two deep breaths at one time. 
I don't think it hurt it. I don't. I don't. No, you I don't, don't think so. Because it, it was there before. Yeah. And, and yeah, of course, Zeppelin. I was gonna say, you know, you had guys wheeling on a Hammond B three. Well, that's long true. before the keyboards came along, and I think that may have just been an extension of that. I think some bands relied a little too heavily, too heavily on it, too heavily, yeah, and yeah. it became more about that than the music. I think the technology. Ah, oh, there you go. Maybe more than keyboards. Maybe right. the technology in general, man. Because yeah. keyboards yeah. and technology have always been connected with yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? But no, that's a good point, man. Maybe yeah. it's not necessarily the keyboard itself. Because I'm thinking more about like the new wave new stuff wave, that came uh, in. Yeah. Heavy synth stuff. You know, yeah. Which, in a lot of ways, if we're keeping it real, just like I said, country went disco. And, I mean, that's disco. I mean, in my opinion, it's just a yeah. different, right. different yeah. you know, yeah. version of disco. But it's poppy. Everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. It's danceable. Yeah. It's what's in the clubs. You can always kind of tell what the disco is by oh, what yeah. we played in the clubs, you know. Yeah. And it's, yeah, man, it's kind of, to me, man, I look at the keyboard, I think of Van Halen. I think of the 1984 album. You know what I'm saying? That's when okay. the keyboards really started coming. Right, right. And, and I'm kind of going off on my own little tangent here, you know, so, so y'all bear with me. Okay. But to me, man, those first four Van Halen albums were so rock and roll, man. Yeah. They were just so, I mean, I, once again, that's another one of the bands I absolutely love. It's one of my top three is Van Halen. And those first four albums are masterpieces, man. Yeah. Diver Down's great, but it started kind of moving away. It started to get more keyboard oriented. And brother, by the time okay. 1984 come out... Right. Which is, even though it was the most successful album they put out, mm-hmm. to me, man, it was kind of the end of that. You know how you're talking about how rock and roll died in the 70s? I can almost put that parallel with Van Halen's use of keyboards. Okay. It's kind of what I'm getting at, man. <laughs> okay. You know, in other words, when they, when Eddie Van Halen started playing the keyboard, he killed rock and roll, man. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. I don't know. You had you had guys like that. You had Bon Jovi. Right. used a lot of keyboards. They did. You know, yeah. But, you know, Bon Jovi was always kind of in the outskirts, you know, a little bit. Though. Like, there's purists out there that's like, fuck some Bon Jovi. All right. Oh, I mean, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 All for Jovi, real, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Like, bon Jovi like, hate. Like, cause I, I like Bon Jovi. I love Bon Jovi. Yeah. And I'll I tell you right quick, man, and I've got a little bit of like, well, damn, why are you? You know, like, right. you know, are you communist or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm an American. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's like the Bruce Springsteen uh, of our era. That's absolutely yeah. right. But, you know, man, I, I I always thought Bruce Springsteen to me. I love Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. man. Let me just yeah. go ahead and put that on the table, man. I'm a huge, huge fan. I always considered him to be the straight-up rock and roll yes. guy, man. Oh, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, he, he, is, he was yep. definitely one of those Americana in your face. I'm not going out on the limb. I'm not trying to you know, make you trip out on anything, like right. some of these psychedelic bands and stuff like that. It was just straightforward. But to me, man, to me, like we're Bon Jovi, I think a lot of times they look at what the girls listen to. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the guys are like, oh, man, well, Bon Jovi's really big with the girls. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if Springsteen was like that, you know, per se. In other words, man, Bon Jovi was like the Rock and Roll Express. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got you, I got that, you. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, where yeah. I was a Midnight Express guy. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, even though I did like Bon Jovi, but you know okay. what I'm saying. I just wonder, man, if, you know, or I guess my point, man, is uh, I always consider Bruce Springsteen not to be, uh, what's the word, poppy, I guess? Yeah. Uh, or as poppy, I guess. But I'm, well, I'm definitely I'm not until the 80s. No, the 80s. It yeah. went, it, he won 80 in the, in the, he won 80 in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. I'm about to get some trademark yeah. motherfuckers up here. Well, yeah, that definitely, I mean, it, uh, in in any genre of music, do you do you want to be a, a pop star 
per se? Do you want to have your songs played on the radio, or do you want to have artistic integrity? And and especially in the eighties, uh, I mean, it, 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 that's where things kind of started leaning towards. If you wanted to make a pop hit, you had to make something the girls were gonna like. Right, right. And and right. that's and that's why you know there, there's such a big uh, you know a lot of metal purists are down on the the glam metal, the sure. hair metal stuff like that, because I mean. You listen to a lot of that stuff, like Poison. Great. You know, they, they, they look like a bunch of chicks. They look like women, man. But yeah. if you listen to, like, Look at the Cat Dragged In, I mean, those are some heavy There's some riffs. heavy shit on there. God. Fuck uh, yeah, there is. But then they wrote Talk Dirty to Me, and I Won't Forget You, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and stuff that... Which are great songs. Yeah, great songs, but but it was stuff that was going to appeal to, to yeah, women, to too. And right. and I think, you, you know, you, you kind of have that, uh, that disconnect there between... Uh, well, when you have every Iron Maiden album, yeah, and somebody's going to try to put on, yeah. look what the cat <laughs> yeah. tracks in, yeah. Yeah. you know, what, once again, yeah. why are you some kind of communist? Yeah, you exactly. Know? I mean, yeah. you know, that shit ain't going to fly, man. Right. You know, yeah. it's, gonna, it's not going to go over. But you know, speaking of poison, man, <laughs> this is a very embarrassing story. But okay. hey, man, I, I'm Fair you know I'm here, I'm 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 live, man. Dude, uh, my friend Quincy Wilson. I got to give a shout-out to my buddy Quincy, man. Uh, he was an old bass player just like I was. Mm-hmm. It's weird in bands, man, because your guitar players always kind of be competitive. Like, oh, I'm better than this one, I'm better yeah. than that one. Drummers, kind of the same way. Singers, I absolutely like that. Bass players tend to stick together, man, because, yeah. you know, we know that nobody appreciates us. Right. But the us, but out us. of the yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, are you a bass player? Yeah. You want to be friends? I need one. Yeah, me too. You know, well, everybody would jam like not two blocks from where we are That's right true, now. Man. Oh, at one time, man, this area was huge local. And we're going to do a music. Yes. So we're definitely going to yeah. do a local. And actually, we got a guest lined up for that one mm-hmm. who was involved yes. in the scene. So that that's later on. That's probably going to be in 2019. Yeah. But uh, oh, like, but yeah, man, it it was huge here at that time. Damn, where was I going? Shit. The Quincy. Oh yeah, well, Quincy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Poison. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, at this time, man, I had just kind of started getting into rock and roll. I was, uh, I grew up in a country house. Like rock and roll just was not, dude. Yeah. Dude, my dad thought Leonard Skinner was crazy rock and roll music. <laughs> I swear to God, man. I swear to God, is what is that? And I'm like, it's Leonard Skinner. Oh, you don't need to listen to that shit. You know, put on some Merle. Calm <laughs> down. Or, or Conway. Calm know. down, Jim. Yeah, for real. <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. Put on some Conway. Yeah. Some Alabama, which I love that stuff, too. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, Quincy was like, hey, man, have you checked out Poison? And I'm like, no, you know, like I said, I'm just getting introduced to all this stuff. So he showed me the cassette tape. I'm like, damn, they're hot. <laughs> Swear to God, man. <laughs> Swear to God. I was like, oh, shit. Who are these chicks, man? Oh, yeah. They're hot as fuck. He yeah. was like, ah, oh, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> got some bad news for you. I was like, ah, oh, no. I <laughs> had to go home and take a shower. You know, I was like, oh, God, oh, God. But but I did like it, man. I, I love the music. You know, we ended up listening to it. And uh, yeah, man, it, it, I thought it was great. Yeah. You know, I, I love yeah. that kind of that, that poppy hair metal. Yeah. I love it, man, you know. Uh, we talked about Cinderella earlier. Oh yeah, you know I think that's a band that is oh, so criminally underrated. Yeah, oh, easily. Uh, oh yes. man, dude, because they were a little bit more than just that glam rock too. Well, they kind of had that Delta bluesy sound yes. in yeah. some of their songs, and yes. it really added a lot more components to their music yes. than you got with like Rat or, right. or Poison, which I love yeah. Rat now. Oh yeah, me oh, too. I love yeah. me some Rat, yeah, brother. Me too. I mean, I'm a huge Rat fan, but I get what you're saying. Well, they were a little more diverse. Oh very, yeah, very. definitely. Because even with their ballads. Oh my God, dude! It was just maybe a week or so ago. You know, I caught on TV you know, the MTV Classics does the the Metal Mania, right? And uh, they played the um, Nobody's Fool. 
oh, video. Great song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, great, great song. And after it was over, I had to go back on, on YouTube and watch it again yeah. because it is such yeah. such a great song. Yeah, man. And there's something about them. And, and I think, Chris, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that Delta sound. But they did have that southern, yeah. almost mm-hmm. a southern rock vibe bluesy, man. Yeah, they they definitely much. had yeah. that Delta bluesy type. Yeah. And with Kiefer's vocal style being, you know, I call it the ACDC style, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. it's definitely that high end. But, dude, he was bluesy. Almost like Brian John- Brian Johnson's like that. Oh, Brian yeah, Johnson's very, very, so. very bluesy yeah. with that high pitched, yeah. kind of screechy type vocals, but it sounds so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It just sounds so good to me. And Tom Kiefer's definitely up there, but I think Tom Kiefer even had a little bit more bluesy feel to him than Brian Johnson does. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You know, something about Cinderella, man, that was just magical. Like yeah. I said, them and Tesla, I'll always say. The two most underrated bands, Mother Love Bones, sure. another one. Oh, for yeah. sure. You know, Mother Love Bones. Yeah, yeah. uh, we yep. try to bring them up as much as we can yeah, on this exactly. show. Yeah, um, exactly. I actually listened to them this morning, man. That was my workout wow. music this morning. Uh, it was Mother Love Bone. And, uh, yeah, man, there's just so many great bands out there that just kind of don't get their props, no. man. And I think a lot of it, too, is when grunge started coming in. Yeah. You know, especially with Cinderella, Heartbreak Station. Well, I think, you know, even back then with Cinderella, I mean, they were overshadowed by, you know, Poison. Poison, man. Yeah. So Warren, much. You know, Warrant was coming up pretty big at that time. Still, Poison was like the... Yeah, that was... Their measuring stick. Yeah. yeah. It was Poison. And then, like I said, Warren I'd put there, um, you know, they really come out, especially with Cherry Pie, man. I yeah. was not a big fan of Warrant. They were... Yeah. Cherry Pie. I was never a huge Warrant fan. Fan per se, but they did have a lot of songs I liked. I like Cherry Pie, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uh, that was a good song. Man. Uh, Down Boys was really Down Boys good. Down Boys jamming. Heaven, I yeah. like Heaven. I ain't gonna oh. lie. I, I did, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll go home and listen to that shit right now. You don't <laughs> like Striper? That shit circles back. See, man, that's one thing about doing a podcast with Mike, man. He remembers all this shit, man. Like, I forget, man. Five minutes after I say something, it's gone. Mike's like, oh, I don't remember this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mike's yeah. like, mental note, mental note. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you another band from back in that era that I really loved it. and we did touch on them a little earlier was Skid Row. Oh yeah. Dude. I mean, yeah. Those, oh yeah. Those two Skid Row albums with Sebastian Bach, especially that debut yeah. man shit. Oh um, yeah. That debut album was but that was second unreal. album was so Dude. much different from and the it was first. heavy as fuck. Oh yeah. And it was heavy, man. Yeah, it was heavy. When Slave it came out grind. Yeah, Ooh. Monkey Business. Yeah. Dude. Oh, quick saying, Jesus, man, that, that was like their ballad. Yeah. That son of a bitch is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what really sucks, man, that they split. I know it's technically Skid Row still around. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's Come on, not man. Skid Row. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Man, no, it's kind of like when The Office went well, on I mean, about Michael. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, come on, yeah. man, you know. But, yeah, I remember even even the uh, B-sides. That they Dude, did. that was good yeah. shit. That was great, great stuff. They did, you know, the covers. Yes, man. And actually, there's a song they do with Rob Halford on. It was a Judas Priest cover. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one, man. I just listened to it a few uh, weeks ago when I was working out. I put it on. I can't maybe the Green Mandalicia. Maybe. I can't remember, man. Right. I just know it was yeah. badass because Rob came out and they oh, got yeah, shit yeah, together, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. "Holy fuck, man. nice!" <laughs> yeah, this is good stuff, man. But it's well, they're doing the Ramones covers. That's right. That's another yeah. band, Ramones. The Ramones were great. Oh, well, hey, man, the name loved. of this episode is Rock and Roll Radio. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a Ramones song, man. <laughs> yep. As soon as I saw that uh, that cover you did for, that's all I've had stuck in my head was, was that Rock and Roll Radio, yeah. man. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like was, all last night, that's all I, I thought about. And I'm glad you brought it up, Mike, because I I wanted to give the Ramones their props on the show. For this for this episode, and but you know, man, I was never a huge punk fan. 
here here's my thing with hormones. Um, it's just my take on it. Um, yeah, they they were labeled punk. Labeled right. Uh, I felt like they were more rock and roll than yeah than they were punk. They they were because there was a lot there were a lot mainstream. of different punk bands out at that time. They didn't sound like the Ramones. No. no. They didn't even come close. They, no. they were more, to me, they were safe punk. They were punk for me. They were punk for people who didn't like punk. That was kind of how I looked. Because I did they like They were like the Sex Pistols. I didn't really consider them punk. Really? I was no. kind of considering them to be more punk. But like I said, man, I'm not an expert on punk by any means, right. man. I'm, uh, I liked a little bit of the Misfits, a little bit here and there, what I've heard. Uh, I like a lot of the Ramones. Uh liked a little bit of the Sex Pistols, but... Like Black Flag, I just couldn't get into. Mm-hmm. Man, I tried them. My suicidal tendencies. I know they're not. I love suicidal. See, I, I, too, yeah. I, I could not I, get oh into them. Oh my guys. god! I just can't get into. There are such a, a huge mix of, of what was going on in suicidal tendencies. You know, just from the rock and the funk. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they had a funky bass oh player. Oh my man. gosh! I just couldn't. You had that rap element in there too. Yeah, and yeah. It was yeah. Just, there was. They were so different from anybody else. I just I tried, man. I will mm-hmm. say that their bassist. Funkiest. I mean, they're all good. Man. Yeah, they're all yeah. good oh, musicians. Yeah, everybody was incredible. You know, I think punk music's the the one style of music that's always been a a, a weird animal to me mm-hmm. because I don't get into it. I don't l- listen to it ever. I have tried, just not for me, man. But I totally get why people like it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I totally understand it, man. It's like I, I, I've never not liked something, but totally understand why everybody yeah. who does why they. And, like and it. it's amazing how many bands that that we listen to that have been influenced by. They're not punk bands, but they were influenced by punk bands. Absolutely. Right. Well, Skid Row. Yeah. Skid going yeah, back exactly. to who we were just talking Maybe. about, man. Yep. Skid Row's a big yep. example of that, man. Uh, you know, you, you brought up rap. You brought mm-hmm. up hip hop. Let's talk a little bit about hip hop radio. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because you know me, man. I've always been. I, a, right you've on. always been a fan. Right I've on. always been into yeah. it, man. I've always been a huge fan of hip hop, uh, especially G funk. That was always my favorite type or subgenre. So, but but what I want to ask you guys: How do y'all feel about rap artists and hip hop artists going into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because I have my take on it. I see Baker's got a take on it. I'm getting, I'm getting antsy here. Uh, I, I, saw, I saw you kind of lean up toward the mic. Starting to adjust. Yeah, yeah, man. Seats. Everybody's taking breaths and uh, okay. moving a little bit closer here. What What do you guys think about it, man? Beastie Boys, definitely. Okay. For sure. Sure. Absolutely. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Any, what about Tupac Shakur? Not so much. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, what what do you think? Well, Mike? I was gonna say with the Beastie Boys, maybe not so much early on, but but they eventually evolved into a band that they, they played instruments, which they started. I mean, they, yeah, they started like. Well, yeah, that. I was gonna say it started. Yeah. I mean, but like, listen, to Ill, I think they didn't really play much. No, on they, that, but, they just but, rapped. But, but they but they they were a band, right? right. And and a lot of stuff. Well. It, it was kind of leaned toward the rappy side. They didn't sure. have a lot of stuff that had some rock elements, fight for your rage party, sure, man. stuff like that. So I, I would agree with them. Uh, Tupac, yeah, maybe not so much. I, yeah, I, I tell you, man, being being the fan now, obviously being a huge rock and just music fan, you yeah. know, obviously, man, the styles of music I like, I really like, and I really like a lot of hip hop. Here's my take on it. Okay, I think hip hop music has come up enough. And it's popular. I mean, it's the most popular form of music right now. Yeah. It, it absolutely has been for at least a decade, maybe two at yeah. this point. I mean, we can go ahead and say 20 years. Ever since Dr. Dre really hit with the chronic and Snoop Dogg, all that G-Funk came out, it's been the most popular thing or the po- most popular genre. I say it's time for their own. It's time to have their own Hall of Fame. Oh, hip-hop, here, oh, hip-hop here's deserves the deal. it, man. Okay. Hip-hop well, deserves it. Well, look at it this way. Okay, it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Okay. Um, you got Metallica. Sure. In there, 
So. Obviously, they were putting in. Would you consider Metallica rock and roll? Yeah, man. I, I consider it a subgenre. Yes. That, that's the thing. There are so many, so many things. Should it be maybe maybe renamed? Because you've got so many s- subgenres of, of music that. Well, I I think man that you have. Well, first of all, I think you're gonna have crossover. Because we even have a uh, crossover from the country in rock and roll. Yeah. And Elvis, yeah. Yeah. you know, Johnny Cash. <clears throat> yeah. you, you know, and I, I think yeah. even, uh, and I, I see, or I think that when you have these later group, rock and roll groups who came out of the country scene, you know, I think they deserve their place. They're like Elvis. Yeah. You know, obviously, like the ones like Chet Atkins, mm-hmm. you know. And I think hip-hop, you can say the same thing, man. Uh, with the Beastie Boys, <clears throat> prime example, I'll give you two more groups that I think do belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's Public Enemy yep. and NWA. I think NWA well, should have been the last to go in, the last hip-hop act to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It should have been the first to go into the Hip-Hop Hall of Fame. I think NWA was that important and was enough. that good yeah. that they should have that honor to be the last hip-hop. Tupac Shakur has no business. And I love me some Tupac, yeah. man. Anybody knows me knows I love Tupac, man. Bro, man, all eyes on me. I tore that shit up back in the day, right. man. Yeah. I mean, that shit did not leave my CD yeah. player. The only time I would take CD one out was put CD two in. That yeah. was it. It was a double <laughs> CD set, man. That's the only time Tupac came out yeah. of the CD players when I was putting another Tupac in. Yeah. Uh, but man, you know, he to me he deserves his own, or he they deserve the hip hop community deserves their own Hall of Fame. Okay. They deserve that recognition. So. Okay. I do think there's some crossover. Or, or change the whole thing. Is the yeah. Music, the music, hall, music of fame. hall of Fame. Well, that's just it. I mean, you have it right now. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's it's the loop, loosest interpretation. The, it's the generic rock, right. you know, anything that's not country music is rock and roll, right? Which I think is kind of just uh, to me it 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 makes it bland. I mean, there's no real. I mean, if you want to have a hip hop hall of fame, hip hop rap hall of fame, uh, and a, a rock and roll hall of fame, I think I I don't know. I just uh, I have a problem. With you know LL Cool J right. and Janet Jackson are probably going to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, and Judas, Judas Priest, Priest and Iron Maiden are not. Right. D- very true, man. Okay. And I, I I agree with that a hundred percent, man. Um, I mean a hundred and ten percent. I hear that. And like I said, but you know even like somebody like Janet Jackson, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying, Mike. Where do you start getting those lines, man? Because Janet Jackson was not a hip hop artist. You know, she was a pop artist. Yeah. So, and she did use live instruments and everything. Yeah. Well, of course, some sampling, obviously. Yeah. You know, obviously as well. But that's a good, see, to me, that's like, where would Janet go? Where would Michael go? Is right. Michael in the Hall of Fame? Prince. I don't, I, I, where would Prince go? Prince. Now, if he's not in the Hall of Fame, he sure as hell should be. I don't know if he is or not. But let me yeah, ask that's you, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, I, it's a fine it's, line. It's blurry. In it, but, it yeah, is, I mean. It's blurry. It yeah. is. But let me ask you guys this kind of in the same uh, subject. Do y'all even give a shit about the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I think at one time the Hall of Fame was bigger than than what it is. It, right. it, was, it yeah. was it was bigger than life. Right. Um, right. Now I don't know that it's really that legitimate. It, it, I, 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 I want to say legitimate yeah. because it I know works. I've heard the stories about uh, paying into it. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you, if you're nominated, you have to pay into. Oh, I, see, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, shit, man. Yeah. So I could be in the fucking Hall of Fame if I got enough money. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? If, if you're nominated. Yeah. I've always said, man, every day that goes by that Warren Zevon is not in the Hall of Fame. And brother, there's a lot of people that believe that as well. You know, I'm in mm-hmm. a very big community. 
But yeah, man, I I think the well, whole, you, you look at you look at Metallica. Of course, you know, definitely they could pay their way. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, Even with Napster back in the day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. So you're looking at, the, at these acts and artists that, you know, are, are very big and definitely can back themselves. Uh, they, you know. Yeah. Right. They can still get it. Right. You know what I mean, man? And I also think it has a little bit to do with, like, you know, political, you know, leanings as well. Because, you oh, know, Ted yeah. Nugent will never yeah. get in. No. I don't give a no, shit, right, man. Right. He yeah. will never... Yeah. Ted Nugent yeah. could, might as well just not even sweat ever again in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's my thing. Is I, you know, My girlfriend and I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here last year, a couple of years ago, and it's really cool to go through. Sure, sure. Uh, all the All the memorabilia and, and things, it's just such a, a, a cool uh, thing to, to see. But as, a, as an institution, yeah, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has lost so much respect for me right. over the years, and in who gets in and right. who doesn't, and how, and it's it's all you know, it's all politics. Maybe not Republican Democrat right. politics, but politics within the the industry. That you know, like you said, you know, it's it just delegitimizes the whole process right. when it's so biased. You know, yeah. I, I'm always torn with it, man, because, you know, it's, it's almost like when a band I like gets in, I'm like, hell yeah, Hall of Fame. Right. And then, then when a band I, that I like doesn't get, I'm like, well, fuck them, man. Yeah. They're not even legit anyway. <laughs> right. You know, I'm, just yeah. same thing with the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm the exact oh, same yeah, yeah. way, man. It just depends on who they put in that year. Yeah, exactly. How I feel about them. You yeah. know, it's like before Skinner went in, I'm like, screw them. It's not real. It's the, if Leonard Skinner's not in there, right. then they suck, and then yeah. they put Leonard Skinner in. I'm like, well, okay, I like it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now yeah. I'm back on it. Well, okay. if Warren Zemo's not in there, they ain't worth a shit. You yeah. know? And so I, I kind of waffle on that myself. But I kind of want to get you your, you know, y'all's opinion on that. I think it's one of those bigger-than-life things, you know. And I think it's also cool to be like, hey, we appreciate what you've done. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that has – to me, that's what I like about these Hall of Fames, mm-hmm. WWE and the Rock and Roll. It's like yeah. – Here's something to say, hey, man, you've made it. We appreciate it. Which I'm like what you just said, Baker. Every day that goes by that Warren's not in there or Judas Priest is in there or Iron Maiden's in there, I'm like, then why the fuck are we yeah. got this thing? Man? Well, yeah. And if you talk to a lot of the artists and, you know, a lot of them are like, you know, take Rush, for example, you know, if they – they're, you know, it'd be a great honor, but they don't give a shit. They don't. Give, and you got to <laughs> say, man, <laughs> Alex Liveson's Hall of Fame speech is freaking epic. Do you remember oh, yeah, that? Yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's yeah. all he did, man. Yeah. And you can see Getty Lee just being like, yeah. "Come on, man, what are you doing?" Yeah, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't, yeah. they didn't, they didn't care. care. They got yeah. in. They did, dude. Yeah. That's another one of those bands. And you, I know, like we we brought up Rush a little earlier, man. I love, love Rush. I know you do too, oh, Baker. Yeah. You know, that was one of our first bands that we you know, kind of bonded yeah. on was Rush. I, I remember that from back in the day. And they were another one of those bands who just, like Sabbath, they feel underground. Yeah. Even to this day, man, it's like, if you're yeah. a Rush fan, it's like you're in the know and everybody else isn't. Yeah. You know, everybody else, quote unquote, you know, well, excuse me, everybody that's in the know can fill these huge arenas. Yeah. You know, so they're de- <laughs> like Sabbath, man, they're definitely not underground. They're definitely oh, mainstream, yeah. but there's that certain, hey, man, if you're a Rush fan, you're you're one of us, yeah. you, you know. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like you're in the club, yeah, man. You yeah. know, it's like you're a clique. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's not like you're a Luke Bryan fan or some bullshit <laughs> like that. You know, it's like, which I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you if you're anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, yeah, you you have a huge dis- distaste for Luke Bryan. I love me some Luke Bryan. That's how he talks. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking Muppet, man. Every time I hear him talk, man, on TV, I'm like, God oh, yeah. damn, who's this Gonzo? His yeah, yeah. We have <laughs> or a Swedish chef or something. We some have a shit. country station in our, our little group of stations, and, and I hear liners from him all the time. I'm like, 
I expect him to have one of those mouths that kind of unhinged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a Muppet. Like Beaker or something like that. Yeah, like a fucking Muppet, man. <laughs> me, 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 me. Yeah. I, I'd much rather listen to Beaker. I mean, any It would be like the Canadians on uh, South Park. South Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it, man. Yeah. Luke Bryan's a fucking Canadian. I fucking knew it, man. Bitty little eyes and flappy head. Yeah. I knew it, man. That's Jason Finger at P.O. Box. Oh, bro. Man, I, I I was picking on a girl. Uh, I, I didn't work with her. She was uh, somebody who comes in where I work. She's, you know, part of the general public. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, her ringtone went off, and it was some bullshit Luke Bryan, man. Aww. And I was like, what the f-? I didn't say what the fuck. But I was like, oh, what is that? Luke Bryan, come on now. You better than that. Dude, she got mad at me. We were cool. I knew her. I mean, she come in and out. You know, we talked all the time. That's why I felt comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, boy, was I fucking wrong. She was like, why you don't like Luke Bryan? I was like, hell no, man. <laughs> <laughs> she got she got a little tense, man, but it worked out. It worked out. I will go on the record, Sam. I am perfectly fine with rap acts going on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Luke Bryan. Oh Jesus, man! <laughs> I, I, I don't want Luke Bryan cleaning up the fucking trash <laughs> at the Rock and Roll Hall, like we were talking yeah. about a little earlier at the Mount Rushmore. I was like, nah, motherfucker, <laughs> you in the back? Yeah. Now, talk talk about being. Out, I I don't think I've ever heard a Luke Bryan song. Oh man, I've heard him like here. Cool. I've heard I've heard parts of him. You know here yeah. and there. I, I, unfortunately, man, I worked on the road for a couple of years, and uh, a couple of guys that I would work with, you know, they listened to anything. You know, they yeah. weren't really big. I mean, they loved music, obviously, but they weren't like a snob yeah. <laughs> like I am. <laughs> so they listened to some country, and I, I got to hear some of that. That and Sam Hunt. Yeah, oh, God. Brother, I would take Luke Bryan over Sam Hunt, if that tells you anything. Sam Hunt. I swear to God, needs to go hunt some fucking talent is what he needs to do, man. This guy, he's basically like Luke Bryan. He's a stripper, man. Okay. It's a male stripper yeah. that all the country chicks dig. And I mean, good for him, man. But, you know, if you're wearing fucking body lotion and glitter, it's, get the fuck off the Grand Ole Opry. It's funny. You listen to, to, to Luke Bryan. And and he's talking about uh, T Pain. I'm like, what the hell uh, do you know about T Pain? That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, dude, they use auto tune, man, yeah. and, and drum machines. Once again, man, country has gone disco, man. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. it is so. Yeah. But I will say this about country music, man. In fact, Chris Baker, you turned me on to Cody Jinks. Oh. You posted something. <laughs> I forgot about Yes, you did, man. Like, yeah, Baker's like, who, me? I did post something about him. <laughs> yes, you did. And I was like, I wonder who this guy is. Loved it, man. Oh, yeah. I love Cody Jean. There is a really strong country underground right now, but it is underground. Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of uh, a good country acts for yes. country purists out there. You just got to really search them out. You got to find it. Yeah. You, once again, you can't get on the radio. Now, no. Man. Right. Uh, that, that's the problem. You know, yeah. back in the day, hey, you know, the radio would be like, this is Cody Jinks. You know, you're yeah. going to love this guy. Yeah. Now. This up and comer, but yes. We don't yeah. have that. We don't have that. Because, man. like I said, radio doesn't want to be the hit makers anymore. They want to be the, the sure thing. Right. And let's. Let's let somebody else figure out who's going to be the hit, and then we'll just play it, whatever we're told. Exactly. It's, it's so corporate now. Yeah, man. yeah, it is. I tell you, I was watching a movie. Uh, the name of the movie is The Day the Music Died. It's talking uh, about Clear Channel Radio. And uh, okay. now, Baker, I don't think you work for Clear no, Channel. No, we do not. Okay, all right, good, man. So, so we're good. Going. All right, all right, all right good okay. They fucking suck. But no, man, this this documentary was very critical of yeah. Clear Channel, rightfully so. Yeah. But they had the lead singer of the Talking Heads. What's his name? David. David Byrne. Yes, 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 man. And I'm a huge fan of Talking mm-hmm. Heads. But he said something to me that was really profound. He was like, you know, when we were discovered, he was like, we weren't that good. 
He was like, but these record reps had faith in us. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, they saw the potential. He was like, it wasn't to our third album that we really started coming coming up right. you know, and really started coming to our own. He was like, you can't do that now. But back then, the radio stations mm-hmm. would still play you. They would yeah. still help you out. And he's like, now, if you don't go in w- with a million-dollar song right off the bat, yeah. right. you're done, man. You, yeah. can't, you can't even get in the front door now. Yeah. He was like, if, that, if, I w- if we were here today, we wouldn't have made it. Right. And that's a shame, man. Yeah. Because that band, once again, I'm a huge Talking Heads fan as well. Man, that band's put out some great music. I mean, just imagine of all these bands that were trying to come out today, we wouldn't have them. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. And I think that's why it's in the state it's in. Well, know? speaking of documentaries, I, I just watched one not too long ago, one of my favorite bands, L7. Okay, I, yeah, I man, right. I absolutely loved L7. Right. Everything they did. And, and this, is a cool re- band, man. this is a really good documentary just as far as, you know, what they have to had to go through you know tours and record companies and if you were women man they probably had a lot oh for sure other for sure situations yeah right but but if you weren't meeting a certain number of of records sold i mean you were just gone oh yeah gone you were dropped yeah yeah it's like they want to give you that that option and opportunity man to hit that big record you know yeah. what i'm saying to, to make that hit album yeah you know cause sometimes man it takes third or fourth album to really get yeah. going well yeah as i say like anything you know some of these bands when they're just coming out they got to build up steam and that's that's where you used to do that you used to have you know your your manager or, or somebody you know sending your your demos and your, yes. your yes. albums out to rec- radio stations here please play this and and you don't need don't do that anymore. Hell, man! Back in the right. day, you could get a little kickback. I know you would probably prefer those days. I would love those days, <laughs> but, but seriously, <laughs> man. Unfortunately, the FCC feels yeah. otherwise. <laughs> you know, fuck the FCC, exactly. man. You know, hey, man, we ain't on broadcasting. We can say that <laughs> shit. Fuck y'all. I think WKRP covered that whole thing <laughs> back, back in the day on that that show. <laughs> yeah, they, Doc- went, they went in all that. Speaking of documentaries, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, man, uh, when me and Chris were, because I, I, I think we, we've alluded to that we went to Gaston College together, but that's how we met. Yeah, and that's yeah. how we, you know, we were in broadcasting school. Uh, Baker went on to become, you know, successful in it. Mm-hmm. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I always said, man, that the people in those classes went one of two ways. Uh-huh. Either like you, uh, Christo, who went on, you know, yeah. he, he, you know, obviously he's not in it anymore, but, you know, he got pretty big in it. Or do you have people like me and two dogs, <laughs> right? Right. Who just did not, it yeah. did not make it, man. Well, you um, had some great stories from your time over there, and oh uh, man, it, good segue, brother. Because <laughs> kind of talking about how we could get the payouts or how DJs back in the day. Do you remember Miss Hattie Leaper? Oh, Chatty Hattie Leaper. <laughs> Chatty Hattie Leaper. Uh, let, let me give us just a little background on Hattie Leaper. Uh, and Baker, correct me if I'm wrong with anything, man, but the way I understand it, Hattie was the first black woman in, in North Carolina radio. Yes. Not just Charlotte. I thought it was Charlotte for the longest time, yeah. but it was actually North Carolina. Yeah. She told us a story. You know what I'm talking about? I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> about uh, Mr. I Feel Good. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking one day. Hattie Leapers lived a hell of a life. Yes, she has. Man, she brought in one day, and once again, Baker, see if you remember this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but she brought in a briefcase one day that had contracts. Do you remember that? It had record, like, 45s with her name on it. Yes. And, and like, pictures of bands and stuff like this. You know, so in other words, man, she was really into the local, uh, well, not local, I'm sorry, but the national music scene for R&B. You know, she was into R&B, the Motown Mm -hmm. sound, stuff like that, you know. Uh, but we were talking about just some of her experiences. And she was like, the one thing that she hated, 
and she missed a Stevie Wonder's birthday party. And she and they she called him Little Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay. This she was still set and called him Little Stevie. And come to find out, the reason why once again, Baker, my my mind, you yeah. know, maybe going in different directions, but apparently she got to meet James Brown at this time. Now James Brown and his manager, once again, Baker likes to correct me, <laughs> stop me at any point. Basically, came to the radio station, gave gave the album or gave the single for her to play. Maybe gave her a kickback or something. But they said, Hattie, what can we do for you? And Hattie says. Oh, James, baby, you know what I want from you. Now, bro, she shut up. As soon as she said that, man, she quit talking. Chris, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Every hand in that fucking room went up. Every single hand raised to ask a question. Like, yeah. and, and she was like, I can't talk no more about that. Oh, my God. Hattie Leeper. The way now Woo. I don't I don't want to make any accusations there because no, she never no. came out and said anything implied but, in any window. Yeah, but exactly. it was very heavily implied that her <laughs> and the Godfather's soul might have been feeling good together if you know what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> but brother, you ain't never seen so many hands in the classroom. Now, when she asked questions that related to our damn class, you wouldn't get that shit. Right, right, yeah. But you, you put up a little thing that maybe her and James Brown hooked up. Man, you ain't like said the wave, man. Everybody's like, hey, 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 what happened? What happened? Yeah. Dude, fact, she may have actually stopped class. I think she may have even just ended class and be like, okay, we're done or something. Yeah. <laughs> But dude, man, I remember because that was the talk of the dance. Oh, oh yeah. brother, that was the big thing. But man, Hattie Leeper was just so that that I always say that was my second mom. Yeah. man. Oh uh, yeah, she was. She's great. I mean, uh, one of the most influential uh, people in, in my radio career. I mean, Absolutely. just the stories she would tell. Yes. Obviously, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I remember hearing yeah. her yeah. tell stories about. Oh, I was. Uh, I got a call the other day, and it was uh, Tina, Tina Turner, Turner and Patty Labelle yes. or something like. Wow. Do they pull her out of class? No. Did they pull her out of class to take the call? I can't remember. I wasn't there for that, but I heard I, about it. I remember her saying, uh, like, it was something that happened over the weekend. Oh, okay, like okay, that. okay. That's the way I remember. Oh, I mean, you. I could be wrong. But. but I think, no, that sounds right. Maybe because I wasn't in class. Maybe yeah. I got pulled out of class. But no, man, yeah, I mean, she yeah. gets a phone call from Tina Turner, yeah. Bay LaBelle, man. <laughs> like, it's no wow. big deal. Like, yeah, like, like I'm saying, hey, man, me and Mike talked today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, Baker came there, which this is a big deal, actually. This is cool, you know. Right, right. This is cool, but, I mean, to her, it's like, oh, yeah, Tina Turner, Bay LaBelle, yeah. whatever, you know. Uh, I think she got a shout out, and whoever started Motown Records, like he mentions her or mentions her in his book. Yeah. I mean, just Jeez. she was the real deal, man. And she lived a fabulous, fantastic and life. Just, of a, yeah, and man. I, just, <laughs> I remember her telling stories about how, like, she'd get her groceries and her gas all paid for yeah. through trade. And yeah. I'm wow. like, yeah. radio's the life for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now the FCC didn't like, like, shut that shit down. I'm like, Boom. I'm like okay, five yeah. twenty-five. Okay, I think I can get quarter of a tank again. Yeah, maybe, man. Yep. We got your quarters and pennies out. Yeah. Shit. All right, we always uh, tried to get her to admit to smoking grass, too. That was something else. <laughs> she never admitted it. But, man, once again, it was hey. alluded to. How did she say it? She's like, ah. She said, I might have caught some vapors or something like that. That's what tripped me out because I never heard anybody refer to secondhand yeah. weed smoke as vapors. Yeah. She was like, I might have caught some vapors yeah. here or there. So, like, yeah, it was ah. <laughs> So you smoking dope and fucking James Brown? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, 
Hey, wow. man, that's why she was the shit, man. Yeah, she was. Hattie Lever yeah. is a great woman. She's still kicking, man. Yeah. She's, uh, in fact, I think she got some kind of uh, award here about a year or so ago. Yeah, I think I remember seeing something about that. Yeah, man. So she's still, I saw her nice. interview on TV, man. She's still doing good. Boy, she uh, yeah. actually opened up her own broadcasting school for yeah, a while. That's right. And uh, now Hattie was, man, I'm that telling you, of cool. all. I've met a lot of great people in my life. I yeah. really have. I've been blessed, man. I've met some wonderful people. And Hattie Leeper, I swear to God, is top of that yeah. list, man. Just You can't go wrong with Hattie Leeper, man. Oh, Chatty yeah. Hattie Leeper. Chatty Hattie. And, dude, I gotta get, I'm, I'm going to tell on her. Hopefully, ain't nobody listening because she broke the law. But uh, we were going. <laughs> so, so banging James Brown and maybe get, catching some vapors wasn't telling on her. <laughs> Well, I better stop now. Than that. I better stop now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did, did you go to the Nashville trip with us, Baker? No, I uh, missed that. I don't know if you missed it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you did. I, dude, that one got crazy. I won't go into all the details on that one. I just got to tell on Hattie real quick, man, because this just show you how cool Hattie was. Mm -hmm. To my knowledge, it was the first and last field trip for the broadcasting <laughs> class. Uh -huh. Rightfully so. But we were all underage. You yeah. know, most of us. Yeah. You know, most of us were right out of high school. There was an older guy there, Ricky. I can't remember Ricky's name. You know what I'm talking about? Um, God, I can't remember Ricky's last name, but he was older than us. He did the karaoke shows. He was the, the karaoke real good guy, man. Yeah, I the name sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't put a face to uh, that name. I almost had his last name, man, because he had a real good little catchphrase. Anyway, he was over yeah. 21. He was a little bit older than us. So, And he was one of our buddies. You know, He yeah. was in the clique with us. And uh, we were all talking. He said, so uh, Hattie talked to me about, you know, taking you guys or you guys going to Nashville. And she said, you know, all them boys are underage. And he was like, yes, ma'am, I know. And she was like, so I want you to buy them boys whatever they want. <laughs> no shit. And boy, howdy, did he. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice. She straight up, he thought he was going to get a lecture and be told not to buy it. But she was like, I want you to buy them boys whatever they want. Nice. <laughs> and uh, boy, like I said, did he ever. And Baker, man, I hate you missed it, brother. But at the same time, shit got, shit got stupid. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> like I said, it was the first and last field trip. <laughs> and they were like, nah, <laughs> nope. But it was with me, Stowe, two dogs. I mean, come on, man. You can't do that shit, man. Yeah. You, I do wish you were there, man. It was. I had to ask because I don't remember a lot yeah. of that. I don't. I just don't remember the I, trip, man. I we, can't remember why I couldn't go on that, but uh, but yeah, I was not there, unfortunately. Oh, man. Like I said, brother, I don't know if that's for, for the better or for worse. <laughs> I don't know. Good memory is what I remember, man, but it got stupid. It got stupid. <laughs> well, I know you've told me a couple of stories from now. <laughs> You've also told me a couple of stories of when you were you were getting into radio. Oh shit! <laughs> oh god damn it! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> gonna tell on Hattie Lieber, motherfucker. <laughs> we gonna tell on you. <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> oh shit! What was one of your one of your favorite experiences from that? Well, I can definitely tell you my most uh, probably my most memorable one. Okay. Definitely, definitely wasn't my favorite. Man. All right. It pretty much ended my career in broadcasting. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. What's that real big auto dealership in uh, Charlotte off Independence? Scott, Scott something Toyota. Yes. Or Scott something. Uh, Clark. Yes, yeah, thank you. Okay. Clark's in the yeah. house. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, man. So we were doing a remote. Okay. Now, um, a remote's just when a radio station goes out. Like you hear him on the radio. Hey, we're out at Scott Clark or whatever. Right. You know, we're going to give out prizes. Blah blah blah. Well. Um, I had driven, like, we had a couple vans, mm -hmm. and one of the vans was about like a U-Haul van, a smaller one. The other one was a pretty big, big vehicle. Right. Okay, it's my first time driving it. They're like, Jason, you're driving today. You know, come on, rookie. All right, man, whatever. <laughs> so I drive it there. I get there. Everything's cool, man. Everything's straight. Everything's good. 
Well, man, uh, we did have some issues. I can't remember exactly what was going on, but I had to move uh, the the uh, van or whatever or the, the truck to the other side. So the other guy that I'm working with, the guy who was a vet, you know, he'd been there for a while, he said, well, I'm going to go get the antenna lowered, this and that, man, just driving around. All right, cool. So he lowers the antenna because it's, it's a big antenna, you know, we're doing the live remote. Well, he didn't lock it down, man. <laughs> So I get in it, man. I pull one of their fucking signs down, man. They have one of these like banners, <laughs> you know, had like sell going on today or some shit, you know. And so, man, I snagged that motherfucker. <laughs> no, it didn't rip it down, but it did. It snagged it, man, yeah, and it was yeah. hanging low, yeah. man. And uh, dude, I was really kind of over this job anyway. They weren't giving me a lot of hours. Me and my boss really didn't get along. We didn't mm-hmm. like each other, and uh, he didn't like me. I didn't like him. And it, which just so happened, the motherfucker showed up. He never, he never showed up, man. That motherfucker never showed up to any remotes ever, not once, not once. Yeah. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So anyway, man, the guy who was managing the, the car dealership comes up to me. He says, "Hey, uh, did you pull that sign down?" I was like, "No." Nah. <laughs> What sign? <laughs> oh, the one that was hanging there. Well, hell, ain't no sign there. <laughs> one on the ground. Why are you putting it on the ground? There it is. It's under the van here, brother. It's in the tire. But uh, but not that. Now, in my defense, I didn't know I snagged it. Uh-huh. I really didn't. He right. was like, well, I just saw you do it. I'm like, well, shit, I guess I did. <laughs> What'd you ask? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, fuck you, man. You tell me, you know. And I was a little bit smart ass back in, too. I probably did really yeah. say some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you tell me, motherfucker. But, uh, and, uh, <sighs> so he was, well, I'm going to tell your boss, I don't care. I mean, I did. I mean, okay. <laughs> shit, tell him, hell, you can fuck it. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell. So, yeah, fucking rat. <laughs> Goddamn uh, snitch, man. But, uh. But nah, man. So the boss showed up. Hey, how's it going? So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and the manager said, hey, I need to talk to you. And I'm watching all this. I'm like, ah, shit. And uh, they talked, man. He didn't say nothing. He left. And I called up there Monday to find out my schedule. Nobody answered the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I left him a message. Right. That was on Monday. Yeah. Left him another message on Tuesday. <laughs> Usually I get a call back, like within yeah. an hour. You know, called him back on Wednesday. So on Thursday, I said, well, man, I guess I'm fired. <laughs> And my career in broadcasting oh. came to an abrupt end. <laughs> it was time to look for other options. They yeah. <laughs> didn't include signs and banners and shit. You know? well, see, this would be like the first half of, or, or the, fir- the, the first third of, of the 80s movies that would have been you know, yeah, this, yeah. This, uh, your life. I felt like Mahoney yeah. at the parking place. <laughs> man, <you know>? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, what, that car? Yeah, what, that car in that spot? There. Is that your sign? Hell, I don't know. Dickhead. <laughs> Dickhead. Dick, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but, nah, man, I tell you, dude. I, I will say this about getting into, into the broadcasting uh, field. you got to bust your ass, man. Mm-hmm. you got to pay dues. Yeah. Uh, you do. Did you work for free? Uh, no, I, I never Lucky. worked for free. Yeah, Lucky. yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, that was that was one of my bugaboos getting paid. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say what? Yeah. As you say that, I'm yeah. kind of looking back like for real. But I did, but I did do some. I mean, I've I've worked overnight shifts right. and and on holidays because I started out part time. Right. And it was like you know, hey, when do you need me? Yeah. Uh, right. You don't need me. I'll be there anyway. Just exactly. <laughs> throw me a bone and yeah. and then you know just kind of to work my way up and and granted I'm not at any sort of pinnacle or zenith but I've, I've been there long enough and then doing doing what i love long enough that uh, you know i 
I, I don't make a living at it, but uh, right. but I but I, I I've got some other things. I, I've got like a a side a gig with uh, a uh, publishing company oh, cool. out of uh, out of the town. And, I didn't know that. And they uh, they do a they uh, I do a show and interview some of their authors. And it, it broadcasts out of uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. So oh, cool, I, I do that for them. And, and, you know, there's other things I'm using my, my talents to, <laughs> to help supplement the old income. Because, yeah, radio doesn't pay a lot. but it's, uh, That's something else that people don't realize. But it's, right. a, it's a blast. I mean, right. I, I, I realized early on in my life that I didn't want to actually have to do any work uh, uh, for a, a living. real job, quote, And quote. So, uh, so radio just seemed the natural thing for me. The perfect progression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're trying to shoot for here. Yeah, that's what we're having him, man. I mean, because this whole day job shit. <laughs> Even though it's getting better. It's oh, getting yeah. better. It's yeah. getting better, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's one thing, man. And also the I'd rather case. stay with, you know, the, the, you know, this side of it than <laughs> the other side of it. Any, any day, man. One thing I noticed when I worked in broadcasting, like I said, I did work for – it wasn't Clear Channel. I believe it was AMFM at the time okay. before they got bought out. And I, I would say this much, man. You seem like you had one of two different kinds of people, really cool extremely cool fun accepting kind of people or you just had snobs man yeah i noticed that and there was not a whole hell of a lot of in between that's why i mean yeah. my boss didn't get along yeah because i'm an old country boy from lincoln county you know and brother i wear it on my damn sleeve i wear it as a badge of honor this guy was not right you know i think he was a little prejudiced yeah. toward country people man i mean for real i, yeah. I really think that and I've noticed... He, oh, he was definitely the villain in the 80s movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. In the movie that is Oh, Jason fuck Bates. yes, yeah. man. <laughs> this yeah. Is, this yeah. is... Uh, what was... Uh, God, man, what was the guy in, in Police Academy, the asshole? The, uh, oh, uh, oh Proc- not Proctor, but uh, Proctor's... Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Check that out for us, folks. Uh, the bad guy, man. Harris. Let's, yeah, Lieutenant L- Harris. Lieutenant yeah. Harris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'd be the yeah. Harris one. Yeah. He'd be the one shampooing his hair with damn you know, super glue. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have done that to that motherfucker now. Uh, I think I'm going to look for him on fucking Facebook, man. Hey, man, here's some shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. But anyway. yeah. Uh, God, you know, you really have to get that reference if you're listening yeah. to this. Yeah. Because some people oh, are like, what sure. the fuck are they doing, what man? What are they talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but other people are going to be like, yeah, that's funny. Oh, yeah. No, I want to be coming out with son. Yes, yeah. yes. At, at the podium. Yeah. Oh, at, yeah. 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 <laughs> but until you see Mahoney. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Oh man! He, he, he did things. Mahoney. Mahoney. Damn it, man! See, this is why I love doing the podcast. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> not fucking fucking fun, man. Oh, oh shit! Well, man, we are starting to get kind of toward the end here, brother. All right, yeah, I know we got to do our usual, bro. We're we'll on the spotlight, Uh-oh. maker. Yes, Uh-oh. man. You know what time it is? You know, yeah, it's that time, brother. It's top threes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we'll oh, go ahead and start off with top three Mahoney moments. <laughs> <laughs> I just nailed them all in one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that song there? Oh. <laughs> it's not my song. <laughs> All right. Woo. Let's go. All right. Top three movies of all time. Here we go. Oh, top three movies of all time. That's a tough one. Uh, cool Hand Luke. Okay. He's got to be on nice, there. Nice, man. Nice. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I, I know it's kind of a little bit of a, maybe a fanboy thing, but uh, The Crow. Okay. I have I always love loved The yeah. Crow. I Great mean, yeah. Brandon Lee just, uh, uh, you know, that's that's what we all remember him by now, right. and it was such a great, uh, it was a great, great s- soundtrack. Oh, soundtrack, soundtrack was phenomenal, was so man. awesome, phenomenal. I still listen to uh, the uh, what you call it, uh, the Nine Inch Nails song. 
uh, uh, Dead Souls. The, Dead uh, Souls. Joy Division. Joy Division. That's right. Yeah. Right. I uh, love that tune. Which, and, that was uh, another band that doesn't get a whole lot. Uh, you know, Joy oh, Division yeah. was incredible. I'm definitely the minority them. on that one, brother. <laughs> I just love, love, love Joy Division. A lot of people did. Well, it's good for a rainy day for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I'm not going to say it. I have a quote for Joy Division, but I don't want to say it. Oh, my God. All right, fuck it, I'll say it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're no. great if you like fruity suicide music, you know. Well, there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> not a big Joy Division fan, man. Yeah. No, I'm just not, yeah. And I tried, I tried. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus, man. I just don't have enough razors and fucking veins, man. <laughs> no, if, you look, if, you, if you research the actual name and the definition of the name, is a lot darker than that. Well, damn, darker than slanting your fucking wrist. Oh, my God. God damn, bro. Once again, believe it. fruity suicide music. Not oh. for me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no offense to the Joy Division yeah. people out there. It's just me. It's just me. All right, all right. P.O. Box. Just me. P.O. Box. Mahoney. <laughs> That's going to be our sampler, man. When we ever do get the sampler, we want. And hey, we're taking donations, people. If you want this shit to get even sillier, send us five bucks, man. <laughs> because, man, the only thing we need is the toilet flushing sound. Mahoney. Mahoney. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're good to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Send that $5 to Jason Finger. <laughs> 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 All right. That's, uh, that's number two. Yeah, uh, yeah number two. We'll yeah. get through this shit. We'll get through it. I swear. <laughs> uh, number three, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I, oh, jeez. I don't know. I want to say, God, Lord of the Rings. That's a good one, man. Which one? And yes, that still counts as one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. yeah. Let's do okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, down with that, that, man. That. I'm down with that. that. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to watch the first one. No, exactly. You're watching all of them. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that, man. I've got, the, I've got the three extended versions, too, and I'll man. just start one night yeah. and that's just like go keep going through until. It's, it's, dude, that's 12 hours. I mean, yeah. if you watch them all, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a little over, maybe, man, because they're at least three and a half to four hours long. Yeah, easily. Yes, I mean, you're looking at at least 12 hours. I've done it. I mean, I have, man. I've done it. I've got the set. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Great. Great man, that's a great uh, that's a great top three man. Yeah, that's really good. Cool hand Luke and the Crow too, man. That's yeah, that's a, that's cool. a solid choice. Cool. cool hand Luke. I just yeah. you know it's just you, you can't yeah. get uh, better when it comes to like uh, you know that that uh, rebel without a cause yes. sort of. Uh, archetypal character, and I yeah. just uh, I love that. And Paul Newman, I mean, there, yeah. you're back at his prime, yeah. man. Yeah, I exactly. mean, this when he was jamming, man. Yeah, that good. Was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, good. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's some good shit, man. That's some good choices, man. All right, let's uh, go on to top three musicians and or artists. This is the one I want to hear, man. Yeah. This oh is, yeah. wow. Um, solo artists or bands? I'd say either. Either, 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 either way. Just, just um, musical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is actually easier for me than, and this is probably not going to be. Uh, I I wouldn't say these are artists or bands that I think are the best. Right. But probably the most influential in my life in different periods. Absolutely, bro. Uh, in in, in junior high, Poison. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. They came out. They had that glam look. They had, you know, just it was heavy, but it was poppy. Right. 
chicks liked it. Yeah. You know, when I wore my little poison pin to they school, did, they like, dug oh, it. You like poison? Nice. Yes, I do. Yeah. Hey, hell yes, <laughs> man. Hell yes. Yep. And, that's a good uh, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's and good. and when it wasn't about music, it was about chicks back then. Right. Yep. Yeah. That was it, man. Yeah. That was it. Dude, guitars and chicks. Uh, guitars and girls. Yeah. High school, uh, the band Saigon Kick. I love Saigon Kid. Wow, I've forgotten about I Saigon Kid. I fucking love yeah. Saigon Kid. Wow. Man. That is a great band. They're yeah. such an underrated band, especially the yes. first two albums mm-hmm. where Matt Kramer was singing. I mean, they were they were more alternative than the metal guys, but they were more metal than the alternative yes. bands. And just uh, so eclectic in the styles they played. and That guitar tone. Yeah. There was something about his guitar tone yeah. that was just so different. It was clean. Yeah. But it was so, uh, yeah, man, Saigon Kid, great, yeah. great choice, man. And, and when, yeah. when and you know, of course, they had a bit of a falling out for many years. And they're, they're finally back together doing some shows. Uh, Matt Kramer and Jason Beeler, the singer and guitarist. Uh, but when they're when they're in sync and, and playing together, I mean, harmony-wise, they, they oh, just yes. knock it out of the park. So that's, uh, they're one of my favorite bands of all time, yeah. uh, hands down. And then uh, when I was in college, Brother Kane. Brother Kane, uh, cool, Brother man. Kane came along, and they were another one where Damon Johnson, uh, fantastic guitarist, fantastic songwriter, singer, but uh, but he, you know, they changed their style. That first album was more just a, a down, down home rootsy rock and roll album. Wow. Then then the next one with Ann Fool Shine On kind of got into a, a bit of a more of alternative vein, right. and then uh, Wish Pool was the third one, and. Uh, kind of, you know, had some different sounds to that as well. Just a very eclectic band that uh, that really, uh, you know, you can't nail them down as to one right. particular sound. And, and I always, I guess I, I like, like that. that. Yeah, I like that too, man. In other words, they don't put themselves in a box. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, you listen to them and it doesn't feel like the same songs over right. and over right. again. Right, right, right. Which that that's a cool that's some good choices, brother. Yeah, yeah. I, and honestly, I'm gonna be I, I didn't expect those. I mean, I really didn't. Uh, yeah. Poison maybe, but the Saigon Kick, man, that just hit me. I left. Totally, I'm like, oh, totally shit. forgot, dude. Uh, yeah, they were great, yeah. man. They were. I actually listened to Lizard about two months ago. I tried to mix up. Uh, yeah, that yeah. that is such a freaking great. God album. Almighty, man, every song on it is yeah. just amazing. Yeah, dude. exactly. Not a bad song on it. Oh no, man, you just put it on play, and I haven't listened to that album in probably ten years. And I was just scrolling through my albums. I'm like, man. I'm gonna put this one on yeah. just to kind of bring it back, you know. And yeah. dude, I was like, holy shit, I forgot how good this band. Yeah, was. exactly. I mean, there was so much more than "Love Is on the Way" kind of uh, pigeonholed them into the whole <laughs> right. oh, yeah, yeah, metal yeah. ballad the thing. Ballad. There, there was so much more than that. It was just a radio friendly. Yeah, list. exactly. Yeah. I, I'm gonna mention two bands here that I, I think that are viciously underrated. Ellie Guns. Oh, absolutely. Uh, amen. Absolutely. And Faster Pussycat. Yeah, I'll give you that too, brother. Yeah. Yes, man. The the founders of Sleeves Rock. Yeah, <laughs> L.A. Trash, L.A. Trash Metal. Yes, sir, yeah. man. And you know what? I'm gonna throw another band in because um, you turned me on to this band. Even though, Mikey, you turned me on to the Gothic scene and a lot of the mm-hmm. Gothic music that I ended up getting into a lot back in that day, and still like to this day. But Chris Baker, you turned me on to Sisters of Mercy. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say yeah. they were they would have been four on my list yes, if I man. had yeah. the top four. Yeah. I, re- I, I, I learned about these guys at the radio show because yeah. Baker's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of these guys?" I'm like, "No," you know. He's like, "Well, let's play some." And you know, yeah. that was something else I loved about our show is because I would get exposed to new music through yeah. you, and we would do it live yeah. on the air. That was that yeah. was cool, oh, man. Yeah. That was yeah. so cool. And Sisters of Mercy became one of my favorite, without a doubt, my favorite. I guess quote unquote goth band. You yeah. Know, if, you, if you can. I, give him a genre but now, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I called the station at least a couple times 
and probably had you guys play this corrosion, which is probably an eight minute song. Yeah. <laughs> which we love those, man. We could go to the back. Yeah. 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 TMI, man, but seriously, we loved him long. Oh, yeah. Man, play Freebird. Uh, I got to yeah. take a shit. All right. <laughs> play the live one. It's going to be a bad one. That's one. That's one. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, man, Baker turned me on to Sisters of Mercy, and man, that I was love just. Love Sisters of Mercy, man. Yeah. Love Mike, them. didn't you come? I mean, you were in the station a few times with us, right? No, I mean, no, I never did. Really? Again. I, I went there one time, I think. It was like during the day. I and we just kind of just kind of hang out because we had nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean that's what we <laughs> yeah. do anyway. Yeah. We're probably skipping out of work or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. We, that yeah, we would do that a lot. A lot. That's a why we didn't lot. have jobs back then. Yeah. So <laughs> where's Jason at? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's sick. He's sick. Yeah, okay. We'd be in the mall yeah. or in the fucking get radius. Sick. Issues. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Quote yeah. You said today, Mike. Yeah, you said today. Yeah. yeah right. What are you doing? Hickory Gastonia today. <laughs> or the radio station. Yeah. You know, man, yeah. I could have swore you were up for a Ben Baker before. I, no. I don't know why, man. No. I, I just always thought that. Maybe because you were just there, you know, with us anyway. Yeah. You yeah. know, outside, you know, doing everything else, man. Maybe I just thought you were there, but I could have swore yeah. you was up there a few times. No. Man. Well, I mean, damn. Well. Yeah, I know. It's, well, you know, we just knew. We all knew one another. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wound up in the same place. We were all, <laughs> but, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, man, you didn't really see any of us in our circle without seeing the other ones that That's were right. in yeah, our exactly. circle. Yeah, exactly. And that was such a great circle, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. me, you, Mike, you know, I mean, the three of us here, two dogs, Christo, Smiley, yep. uh, E-Man. Yeah. You know, you got to throw E-Man in yeah. there. God, I'm afraid I'm forgetting somebody, man, but. I think that was about Jay. Oh, you know, well, I JJ? just got JJ, JJ, and Jay, Big Daddy, Big Daddy Jay. Jay, and he actually, yes. I had to message him about. It was in the shop with the maintenance man. Do what now? It was Jay Bradford, Big Daddy Jay, yeah. his show on on the uh, maintenance man, the maintenance man. That was it. <laughs> yeah. God darn yeah. it, man. That was it. Yes, yes, sir. yes, yes yep. man. And he he played good shit. Yeah, I remember oh, that yeah. now. I, Fuck yeah, man! Yep. But we had a we had a great circle back. Then, oh yeah, man. we yeah, had a good definitely. One. And you know and, what's so cool? And something was coming, you know, that, <laughs> that we shared was music and wrestling. wrestling. That was the two. Yeah. I mean, that was that was all of that us. And you know it's so funny, man, because we didn't even know that we were all wrestling fans until we all became friends through the music. Yeah. And it was like, wait a minute, you yeah. you love wrestling as much as I do, and. Hell yeah, man! I mean, we, that was the thing, yeah. dude. It wasn't that we just liked it; we all were like obsessed with yeah, it. You know, exactly. that's what was so cool about it. And it's weird how music and wrestling. You know, we talked about this before. It's weird how so similar that these two art forms really are. Oh yeah. You, you know, man, you have to have that ego. You know, you have to want to put that out there. Exactly. And, and I think yeah. that's why you have so many wrestlers that are musicians and vice versa. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's all about you know, showmanship. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's well, it exactly. Rock and roll connection. That's rock it. and roll wrestling connection, yeah. yeah. That was that man. was yeah. Rock and wrestling was just that was. Well, hell, even Hulk Hogan was a bass player, man. exactly. Yeah. You know, who tried out for Metallica? Yeah. Did y'all ever hear that story? No, nah, yeah. yeah. talking about he was going to try out for Metallica or some shit. <laughs> it's Hogan. He probably said, "Well, I turned down. I turned down the gig, brother." Yeah. yeah. Right. And I love Hulk Hogan, the 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 wrestler of Hulk yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Jerry Balea, you know, jury's kind of out on him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, the Vince, character. Vince, oh fuck yeah, man. Vince just made a better offer, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I played Inter Sand, my version of Inter Sandman, and, uh, you know, they didn't go for it, brother. Hanging and they banging, They didn't go brother. for the finish, brother. <laughs> Hanging and banging. <laughs> Which brings us to the last top three, your top three favorite wrestlers. Oh, this is, uh, this is, 
little tougher because it's hard to narrow it down to three. Uh, first off, probably Chris Jericho. Okay. Nice. Uh, Hell yeah, man. I just I, I loved him because he he one could go in the ring. Oh yeah, man. Uh, charisma, you know, man. He's yeah, so much charisma. Got so much charisma and, and humor. He can add humor yes. to yes. a to a promo like anybody. The man of a thousand and four holes. I know. To this day, <laughs> arm bar. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what better way yeah. to feud with Demon Linka, the man of a thousand holes, yeah. than to be the man of a thousand and four yeah. holes? That was yeah. he beat him by four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, that's one of my favorite angles, man. <laughs> yep. And it was, it was. And he's still going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still going. Dude, I think it's a safe, you know, a safe statement to say he. If not, I don't think he's the best out there right now or the biggest. But damn, he's in that. T- he's in that tier. He can still. He can still. He, go, he's man. still reinventing himself. Yeah. To oh, this yes. day. Absolutely, man. I would dare say he's iconic. Yeah. I was going to say, you look and see what he's doing in New Japan right now, and, and oh. just the look is so much different than yes. anything he's ever done. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just a, it lends itself to, like yeah. you said, he can reinvent himself yes. like no other. Just yeah. a constant evolution. Yeah. Man, you know. But hell yeah. Good choice, man. So, yeah, he, he would probably have to be my top. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Okay. Uh, I mean, the excellence of execution. Best there ever was. Yeah, I mean, I just. Is or ever will be. I, I just, I, he always, even when he, he was like one of the first heels that I, I liked him. Mm-hmm. Right. He right. had this, this yeah. slick, you know, leather jacket wearing, uh, even though he was wearing pink. Right, uh, right. He made pink seem badass. badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he really the, did, man. He had the yeah. sunglasses right. and, uh. And I just, you know, I, I've always been a fan of his. I mean, he's, you know, a, a great in-ring technician. Oh, yeah, man. And maybe not the best ever on the mic. No, but, but he, he didn't need to be. But he didn't need to be, right. you know. He spoke in the ring. And, and uh, I, I think his lack of promo skills actually kind of added to his gimmick. To yeah, exactly. You, man, yeah. Because he was known as that technician, not a talker. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, and the, whole, out good the whole hitman vibe, you know. Yeah. The uh, silent but deadly I sort mean, of right. angle. I mean, that... That worked for him. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to break the rules here. Won't be the first time I've ever broken any rule, but uh, or the first one ever broken here, bro. Because <laughs> I'm gonna go four. That's that. Uh, that is totally hey. fine, man. Uh, my, f- we can't let you do that, Baker. We're gonna have to stop you right now, man. Now get out, get out. No. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, brother. Four, Mahoney, Mahoney. Proctor, get him out of here. <laughs> oh, damn it, man. But number three would have to be the ultimate warrior. Oh, no shit. Really, yes. man? Okay. I oh. loved okay. him back in the day. Granted, not the best in ring. No. no. But he had a look. He did. And uh, uh, an energy. And I loved his promos. That and Yeah, I was going to say, you know, everybody knocks on his promos, how they're unintelligible. But if you listen to any Macho Man Randy Savage, the cream rises to the top. (laughs) Yeah, they were out even with Hulk. Uh, Sometimes Hulk will go off on a tangent. like, brother. Depending on how much cocaine they had that day. What in the hell are you guys talking about? (laughs) It's called cocaine. But he just. (laughs) And they're on a lot of it. To me, he just kind of epitomized that, that. That metal sure. feel of the '80s, you know, the music he came out to was metal. Sure. He, he was uh, he's wide yep. open, and, man. Yeah. and yeah. you know, he comes down here, he's shaking the ring. He's got the long hair. I mean, the face paint, for, man, for, the for, war paint. If, if 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 the Ultimate Warrior could have had a, a, a say, like a popular song, not an in-house WWF song, yeah. it would have been like "Kickstart My Heart" by yeah. Motley oh, Crue, yeah, just going down the road. Yeah. 
I could, I could actually see yeah. that, man, and, and for, it would work. Yeah, for a long-haired <laughs> kid that was digging that kind of music at the time, he just, I mean, he I, I loved The Ultimate Warrior. And, you know, even speaking about his in-house music, dude, that in-house music was pretty badass. Yeah, exactly. it was. I mean, I mean for all the in-house yeah. stuff, man, that yeah. was some of the best music that oh, they yeah. had was for The Ultimate Warrior, man. I mean, it was just yeah. so, I mean, it was on It got point, you going. Man. Amen, yeah. brother. It's, what was that one match? Uh, I think it was a WrestleMania, maybe, where he ran to the ring, but he said he about got blown up because it's such yeah, a long run. Such, <laughs> a, <laughs> such a haul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, it may, it, was it WrestleMania 6? It might have been WrestleMania 6. Mm, kind of going no. back to Well, yeah. It, or it was the Survivor Series. I can't, I don't know, man. I just know that there was one. Head. And I remember watching the footage, and you could yeah. tell, man, he's oh, yeah. running like he was gasped by the yeah. time we got to the <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, this was it's a like lot a, longer than yeah. I thought. Oh, Maybe my. I should have did the golf cart uh, after all. Ha! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> got about halfway there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody give me a ride. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, man. So who, who's but, your? But before my 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 bonus one, uh, Undertaker. Gotta give it to the Undertaker. He was yeah. another one where yeah. he was one of those. Even when he started out, and he was a heel. It was just like he just had this great look and this yeah. silent, again, silent but deadly feel mm-hmm. to him that you just couldn't help but like. And again, he's 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 kept a similar gimmick, but he's reinvented himself yeah, over the he years. Sure and, is. and uh, he's I just, larger uh, than life oh, character, yeah. you know. Oh, iconic, yeah. yeah, for sure. And man, very metal. I mean, yeah. that's a damn metal gimmick. Oh man. yeah, that I mean, too. Yeah. You know, that might be that's the true. most metal gimmick. Yeah, it was yeah. about Honestly. that time, so yeah, it yeah. It, it, it was kind of what yeah. I was digging at the, at yeah. the time. And I'll say this, man: I don't think anybody else could pull off that gimmick like Mark oh, Callis did. No, I yeah. mean, anybody else, it would have been a joke. Exactly. I, I mean, I'm a yeah. complete believer of that, man. If anybody else other than Mark Callis did the Undertaker, we wouldn't be have. Oh, we yeah. would put the Undertaker in the same categories we put Duke to Dumpster Drossy in. Yeah. Or the Goon. The Goon. Oh, the Goon. Yeah. You remember the Goon? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> God I love hockey. I mean, <laughs> uh, two, two of my favorite things, fornicating and hockey, because yeah. they're the two most fun things to do in cold weather. <laughs> but... The coon. I was I like, "Are it, you man. effing kidding me?" And that was what Bill Irwin. <laughs> yeah, was man. Yeah, who is a good worker. Yeah, man. Bill Irwin yeah, was, was an ass kicker, man. <laughs> he was so good. And then they gave him a hockey stick. Oh <laughs> hell! And those boots that had like padding underneath yeah. to look like blades, and he's wobbling down the. Yeah, it's oh, like he's skating. God. God damn. That was horrible. But I swear, man, if anybody else would have been in that role yeah. of The Undertaker, we yeah. would have had this exact same thing. Yeah, yeah y'all oh, that Undertaker oh, guy, yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, that was, you know, that was them back then. I mean, for every hit, they had 10 misses. That's, that's <laughs> true, man. That that's is absolutely enough. right, yeah. man. WWE, I mean, you know? for real, man, it was like that, dude. They yeah. swung for defenses every time, yeah. man. And I say they missed more than they hit, but God damn, those hits. Those hits oh, were yeah. huge, man. They yeah. were big. Well, guys, we've gone over two hours. I think this may actually be the longest one we've done yet. Man. I know it is. And uh, I could go for two hours more, man. I but, could, uh, probably could. But, man, i got to get home, give me a little something to eat, and get this damn It's about bedtime, done. ain't it? it? It's getting close, man. Yeah, we started at 12 today. Jesus, man. I'm out here yawning and shit. And I'm like, goddamn, I'm falling on the way home. I got the rest of the day. I'm off today, man. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's go. Nah, man. Like Want to do another show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and Roll Radio, part yeah, two. Yeah. So, uh, what's news? <laughs> we're going to talk like, about Police Academy? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, hey, no, nah, we can do that well, shit. Holy. <laughs> we should have just done the whole thing on Police Academy. <laughs> that really, be... man. Hey, next time you're in town. Exactly. Let's do one on Police Academy. Sounds yeah. great. Okay, well, let's book it right now, man. You heard it here on the podcast. That's right. Next time That's Chris right. Baker in town, let us know. We're going to do it on Police Academy. Yep. Man, God damn it. Now I really can't fucking wait, dude. Now. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about Mahoney, Tackleberry. Guys, love, Jones. Jones. 
Jones. Jones, yeah. Jones is still. Power. Hey, I'd love to have Jones on here. Dude, I would. Dude, come on. I'd actually trade Chris <laughs> Baker for that one. I ain't even going to lie. Maybe That's not. a fair oh, trade. No. I would definitely <laughs> trade Puzzworth. Let, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Unless you can do, like, the sound effects. Can you do the same? Nah, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzworth's like, motherfucker, I ain't even my job description. Do <laughs> 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 y'all fucking sound effects, man. Get that yeah. sampler. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, guys, man, this has been great. Baker, yes, thank it you. has. Thank you. Thank man. you so much. For thank you for here, having man. me. I've yeah, been brother. looking forward to this for a long time. Me and too. from the first time I heard you guys do this uh, this podcast, I was like, man, I, I want to be a part of that in some small uh, form or fashion. And uh, thanks for having me here. Brother, mm-hmm. I, I got just a quick story, man. Uh, when, when Baker first reached out, I said, hey, man, I'm going to be in town. Would, can I come and hang out in the background? He didn't even want to be on the yeah, show. Yeah, I was he like, I'm going to be a live out. studio audience. I was like, what? what? I was like, what? No. Uh, nah, motherfucker, you're going to do it. <laughs> no. I'm taking off. <laughs> We're going to make you work. We're going to make you work, motherfucker. Yeah. Wait a minute, ain't you a DJ? Yeah. Don't you talk to him? That's almost like, you know, going going to cook. Like Gordon Ramsay comes in your kitchen and don't want to fucking cook. Nah, motherfucker, you better grab a damn fry right, pan right. or something. You know? Who doesn't work. have to? <laughs> Do Gordon Ramsay doesn't have to. Well, true. true. <laughs> That's most of the, the show is him not cooking. Not cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need a better example. Yeah. <laughs> well, brothers, once again, big thank you, man. Thank, oh, you, thank you for having me. Absolutely, I appreciate man. it. We appreciate it. Well, Mike, brother, you got anything you want to end this with, man? I'm good. Except more Mahoney. More Mahoney. Well, yeah, see it happen. <laughs> Definitely. Baker, you got anything you'd like to end this with, brother? Uh, I, I, oh, wow. I'm putting me on the spot uh, here. Once again. <laughs> you can catch me on. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Anything you do want to plug, man. Anything, well, I, I mean, we say, got five listeners, brother. They would love to hear it. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, you can well, stream. Three, me and Mikey can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Puzzle. <laughs> Two. Mahoney! <laughs> ForeverNorthwestPA.com. Go to the website, click on Rocky. That's where you can uh, you can stream us live on there, Perfect. or you can download the uh, the mobile app and take us on your mobile device. But you can catch me uh, weekdays. Right now, weekdays noon to three. They kind of bounce me around because uh, because they can. They so. can. <laughs> so they do. Well, um, once again, man, this has been great. This has been a blast, man. Have fun at breakfast. Have fun doing this. And oh, yeah. This I've been, been loving a, every minute of this. This has been awesome, man. And, uh, you know, the only thing I want to say, I want once again, I want to give a special shout-out to the band Wrestling, uh, the hit single that they let us play today, WrestleMania Six. Uh, within the next couple of days, I'm going to put some information up how you guys can track them guys down. Uh, go to their Facebook page, like their Facebook page. If you got the money, buy their CD, man. We'll these guys, link we'll, it, yeah. Absolutely, man. We'll get all these links up in the next few days, couple of days. Uh, if you got the money, man, help them out. They're local. I mean, excuse me, they're independent. They're not local. They're out of the country. Unless there's a fiddle in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, they be, man. yeah, they're going to hit yeah. me up and say, hell, motherfucker, we're right outside of Kayser. <laughs> what? You know, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, man, a, thank, a very extra special thank you to those guys for allowing us to play that song. Man, that song was jamming, dude. Yes. I'll, I'll be playing that son of a bitch all day today off and on. But, uh. I guess that's all I got to say, man. You guys are good. Uh, we're going to go ahead and shut her down, and I guess until next week, y'all puzz have a good one. Mahoney! <laughs> and not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this. <laughs>